recorded live. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Married Men on Talk Show produced by Household Stress. The talk show with a top-selling book and an app for your Android smartphones. We come your way every Tuesday night from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but you can get more info about this show by visiting our website, householdstress.com. Listeners can participate in one of our live weekly talk shows by calling in and logging on to householdstress.com from your personal computer as an anonymous guest. Phone lines are open right now, but this show is strictly for men only, so call into the hottest talk show in the world. And we have a couple of rules, and they are absolutely no profanity and no politics, and more importantly, no racial stuff. This show is apolitical and race-neutral so that we can make sure that any man can feel comfortable on our show. And furthermore, fellas, this ain't Bible study. We want you to just be able to come to our show as a man, and that is it. This virtual talk show always presents the hottest topics for discussion, and tonight is no different. Tonight's topic is rejection. Hey. This is a fluid conversation, so if you do have something to say, please feel free to do so, or if you just prefer to listen, that's absolutely fine as well. <clears throat> all right. With all of that said, let's get started. Several years ago, I got rejected for a promotion at my job, and I've actually told the story many times um, on here, so I won't bore you with the gory details. Um but when I got rejected for that promotion, I felt unworthy, and I actually lost a couple of nights of sleep. And what y'all may have not, not may not have known is that um, I got rejected for that job, and I got the job that I'm in today. But also, two years into the job that I'm in today, um, I tried to make another move. Um, it was like a lateral move, and I got rejected for that as well. Again, I was just like, I was qualified and just didn't happen. Um, so, I mean, it it, it kind of, it humbled me, you know, uh, those couple of incidences. Um, it humbled me along the way, and uh, they happened within uh, two years of each other, and, and I just kind of stayed put, you know, after that point, and, um, and I'm still in my current role, um, and I still do enjoy my job and love my job and I'm thankful that you know that, that that thing happens because everything happens for a reason but with that being said has anybody else been rejected for a job or a job promotion yes absolutely I have okay speak on it brother yeah uh, trying to get into the government I, I dealt with I don't know numerous probably I don't know at least 18 rejections Wow. 18 times at least trying to break into the government uh, before I was finally successful. So, yeah. Hmm. Wow. 18. At least. Wow. Now, those were 18 different jobs? Yeah, 18 different jobs in the government, trying to get that first government job. And, and I got, like, at least 18 rejection letters where they wrote me telling me I was not selected. And, and what span of time, you know, was those 18 rejection letters? Was it a couple of years or? Uh, probably about a year and a half. Hmm. It's almost like one a, one a month. Yeah. Rejection letter a month. It was basically one a month at least. Hmm. Wow. Anybody else ever been rejected for a job or, or a promotion on the job? 
Hey, hey uh, this is Dan. What's up, fellas? What's up, brother? Thank you. Welcome. Oh, yeah, great. Uh, is, is being fired count, too? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Speak on it, brother. Okay. Now, um, I got a... Uh, I got I got dismissed from a position um uh, last last uh September last well no 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 last last July I had just moved to my house where I just took a job and um and that job gave me a $30,000 raise from where I was mm-hmm. so and my wife was trying to get closer to the church and I moved in Brandywine from King George and um and so and I took the job back Office of Naval Intelligence as a subcontractor under the main dude, under the main guys, which was Titan L3. But when I got there, all the, um, uh, you know, the, the engineers was making way less than I was making, but they knew a lot more because they had been there for five years. So I got on the scene, they was like, well, you don't know what we know. How can you come in making this? I'm like, well, first of all, how you know what I make? And right. so... If they're prime, the prime, the uh, you know the prime on the contract, they're the ones that you know they know how much they paying these guys to to subprime. So the guy came up to me about a month later. He said, uh, "Okay, so Monday when you come in, you're going to be working L3. You're not going to be working for your company. Uh, you're going to take a thirty thousand dollar pay cut, and we're going to uh, kind of su- supplement you in some in some other areas. You know, we're going to give you some days off, some benefits, and that's what you're going to do." And, uh, okay, just signed this paperwork, and they didn't ask me. You know, they just told me, you know, this is what you're going to do. I said, no, I'm not doing that. You know, um, I'm not I'm not going to sign that paper. And I ha- have you talked to my company? Is this legal? And I don't know if you guys know about contract, government contracts, but um, the, the government contractors have to have a 51% manning of their primary before they can go into the next to to do bargain with the next contract when it was coming up. So the that the contract was closing on a on a September in September. So they so I it was like a get down or lay down type deal. And I was the one that was kinda off offsetting the balance. <clears throat> so I said, No, I'm not doing that. So they came back a week later and they said, Well, um we heard how did you fix this problem? And I told them I fixed the problem because I was under another engineer and the other engineer taught me how to fix it. Uh, because they said don't follow the the standard operation procedures because these are uh, top secret machines and if we ter- if we fix it like the the book the SOP says to fix it then it won't allow the guys to come in and get their information we'll we'll lock the system down too much so I did it like he told me to do it but it wasn't under the the basics of the uh, standard operation procedures so they pulled me inside and they was like hey did you follow the standard op I said no I didn't follow it because this, this, you know, this guy, the guy told me how to don't lock it down that much. He said, so you broke the rules. I said, no, I didn't break the rules. I just didn't lock it down like that says it, do, it, it is because it's a top secret machine, and that standard op is for a secret machine. And he's like, oh, okay, well, come into my office. Since you broke the rules, since you broke the laws, then um, and we can't have that on these type of machines, we're going to have to let you go. But we want you to come back in 30 days, and we're going to put you on another contract, but your pay is going to be $30,000 cheaper than what, or less than what you're making now. And I said, wait a minute, so am I fired? Because I couldn't get unemployment or I couldn't, you know, if you get fired, I think it's, if you fire, you can get some stuff. But right. if you're not fired, if you quit, you can't. 
So they didn't give me a termination letter. They just gave me uh, a deferred something. It wasn't. They didn't fire me, but I wasn't getting paid. They put you on the bench. Yeah, they put me on the bench, and they win the contract, and they was gonna bring me back on. But that that was like forty five days later. Mm. So you kind of playing with my life and my family, you know? You know, I just moved and everything, and I got bills. The bills don't stop. They don't. You can't put them on hold for forty five days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. Wow. Ask them, did I get fired, and can I have a termination slip so I can? You know, take that to the to the to the unemployment because I ain't know nothing about unemployment. I never been unemployed before. And then when I did that, they was like, "No, we're not giving you that because you're not fired." But I said, "Oh, well, I can't come to work." Right, you can't come to work, but you're not fired, and we but you can't come to work, and we're not going to pay you. Mm-hmm. But that sounds like it's fired to me. If I'm not drawing a check and it's <laughs> beyond my control, that's fired to me. How did you handle it? I mean, how, how so, um, I finished my book, and then uh, and I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I and I prayed. Don't let, I, him, don't let him bring you down. <laughs> yeah, I, I just prayed, and I finished my book, and then you know I applied for another job, and you know, and um, they told me they had to wait. Uh, it, my clearance would be in about six months to eight months, and I was like, dang, that's a long time to not be working. And um and and I just but as soon as I turned in my book a month and a half later, the next day after I turned it in, a job called me and say come in tomorrow. So just walking in faith, you know, it it just happens like that. Mm-hmm. And then miss a meal, then miss a bill. That's yeah. And how do people usually handle rejection? Poorly. You, handle you, know, you can't sleep. You can't make love, you know, you can't, you know, you can't show love to your kids. I mean, it's like you, you feel like a failure. I feel like a failure because, you know, I, I feel like I felt failed my family. And and then, you know, and then when you walk outside to check the mail, you're looking at everybody looking at you. It seems like everybody knows you, you got fired. You know? mm-hmm. Like everybody know that. I go to church. Oh, yeah, I know why you here. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened to me. You know, I was, um, you know, I, I lost, I lost sleep, you know, a couple of nights, and I was just very disturbed. Um, yeah, you know, with the direction that they decided to go, I'm just trying to process it, and just trying to find out, you know, what, you know, what could I have done better? What did I do wrong? You know, why didn't I get it? You know, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, you know, with you know, anger and, and, and being, you know, dejected. Would y'all say those are uh, or normal reaction, reactions to rejection or abnormal? Normal. Yeah. And <clears throat> let's rewind a bit. What, In your own words, what is rejection? You know, we're, we're talking about rejection tonight, but in your own words, what is rejection? Being kicked out of the club. Kicked out of the club? Yeah, to be thrown out? Thrown out, unwanted. Or be denied access or whatever? Mm hmm. And just being put down. Mm hmm. Yeah, all of that. All of that. I mean. Like you've been stabbed in the back for some reason. Yeah, to yeah, stabbing the back. Stabbing the back is the best way to uh, explain some of that. 
almost makes you feel, you know, useless or worthless. And do y'all think? Go ahead. Yeah, like you said, like you know, people use you, and then and then after they get what they want from you, they reject you. Like like you didn't do anything for them. Mm-hmm. Or you just fade it out. You're no longer, like I said, a, a, a part of the clique, a part of the club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think that rejection is one of the greatest fears in life? A fear? I, I think so. Yeah. Why so, Ike? I think so because people don't want to feel rejected. They don't want to be rejected. Um. Yeah, you know, and, and just reject. I mean, what the one brother talked about. I mean, you know, with the job situation. That's. I mean, that's crazy. But just think about if you just got like rejections that were minor. You know, just you know, rejections, just minor rejections every day. If every little thing you try to do, you had to deal with the rejection. I mean, it would just have a major impact on you. I mean, and and people don't like that. I know, I know. You know, you know what the deal is, is when you get rejected, they tell you to do one thing. As a, as a boy, as a man, step your game up. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. And <laughs> it don't always work like that. that. And you're right. That's what they tell you. That's what you're supposed to do. And in many times, in many situations, you know, like joining organizations, you know, like me joining with my fraternity, I mean, you know, one of the things that we're really big on is seeing how people handle rejection and you know you deal with that in the military you know you deal with you know going into boot camp you having to deal with rejection i mean you have to you have to deal with rejection in everyday life i mean it so but at the same time you still have to be you know like like you said like like a man you know you have to be able to function you know you can't get so focused on the rejection to where you can't function yeah and that's what a lot of people are suffering now, especially kids nowadays. They don't know how to deal with rejection. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to get too far off. No, you good. You good. And that, that's what I was going to ask. You know, with with the thought of rejection, um, who do you think handles rejection worse, men or women? <laughs> women. Why are you laughing? Women. <laughs> hey, women. Well, so, are you I, sure? I'm positive because women because women are never admitted. Mm-hmm. They'll never admit it. So that study, that statistic you're about to give me, Rodney, is already. <laughs> I told you, women lie. I'm gonna take it further than that. Go ahead, CJ. We were trained, baptized under fire in rejection. <laughs> <laughs> you know, women aren't used to being rejected. Mm. Wow. That's if you ever been fourteen in your life, you know what rejection is. <laughs> and we can been you know, some of us been rejected since elementary school, man. So we've yep. heard that you know before. Mhm. Mhm. Um, if I may say, when I was in college, I had a my soul, I'll never forget his name. His last name was Fish. Um, but it, <laughs> he pronounced it Fish, Fish, but it felt like Fish. And um, he did this 
which was great for all the guys in the class. It was the reverse asking out for a date. So, so the girls had to ask us out for dates. But the switch was we got to reject them. The, the idea was we were to reject them first, you know, give them the classic uh, rejections that, that, that men get from women. You're too short. You don't drive the right car where you work at, you know, that type of thing. And it was real interesting how it worked out. It felt good to be on the other side. Mhm. Mm. That's interesting. And 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 with that, with that point, CJ, I got a clip. It's only sixty seconds, fellas, regarding rejection. can't imagine uh, doing that. You know, that's, that's under pressure, isn't it? Well, whatever you did work because you're still married. How many yeah. years? Forty years. Forty years. So yeah. I think people ought to be asking you well, how to do it. Well, I tell you, if I'd have did it that way, I wouldn't have got she'd have probably need me while I'm down there. But, uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm just waiting once for the for the gal to say no, okay? And, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, that would be... Because uh, she has to say yes there. She may say no as soon as they walk off the court. Oh. Uh, I think she's saying I can't do it right now. I, I really do like you a lot, but uh, let's just be great. Wow, look at this. Wow. Well, how do you like that? Well, I, you know, I was just joking when I said that. You know that, right? I'm going to walk away. But, uh, young man, uh, Probably, probably get over it in uh, 10, 12 years or so. That was a marriage proposal that was uh, rejected in in the middle of a basketball game. Wow. What would you do if that was you? <laughs> what would you do she if that was you? Was, she would have to find her way home. She could have <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, I would have been that arrogant. That's very arrogant to do that. I, I think that, you know, if if you know that a woman is going to say, yeah, if you got an idea that she's going to say, yeah, then you go ahead and move forward. If y'all don't already talked about it and, you know, and then you kind of drop some hints, what if I ask you to marry me? And then she say, I would I would probably marry you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I love you and this and that. And then I would probably go for move forward and something like that. But if it's just out of the blue and I think that she's going to say, yeah, under pressure, that's the wrong move. You know, yeah, like you just said, Darren, too, man, because, you know, it's got to be discussed. I think you got to know, you know what I mean, that y'all going to get married. At some point, you got to know that you're the one that's been procrastinating, asking her, or whatever the case may be. It ain't her. She wants to marry you. Before you do anything like that, you got to know that she wants to be your wife. Yeah. You can't just assume it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right, because, I mean, that's in front of not only the, the thousands of people in in the crowd, but this, that's a televised event. That was an NBA basketball game. You do. Yeah, and exactly. You'll on see YouTube. the rest of your life. Hey, I, I saw a video where they did the kiss cam at an NBA game. Yeah. And the chick, his girl wouldn't kiss him. So the chick sitting next to him, who was hotter than his girlfriend, tapped him on the shoulder and started just basically making out with him. No. So then his chick, she was like poured popcorn over his head after he got done. And so he got up with the other chick and rolled out. 
<laughs> now that's rejection. He got up and left the game. He's like, right, I'm gonna take her. You respect <laughs> me. You want to be. And it backfired terribly. I don't know if it was staged or not, but it was genius. I, like, <laughs> I mean, that's that's one of them T-Hawk moves. I, I was like, she just got <laughs> she just T-Hawk. Plan two, plan two. Oh, man, that is too funny. Somebody say YouTube, and that, that clip I played has all is uh, 4.5 million hits on YouTube. Oh, yeah. You're done as a man. You're done. Yeah, that Bama, he 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 played himself, man. He never should have did that. I don't know what the <laughs> hell he was thinking, man. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, why? Why would you do that? You know, unless you, like you said, I think, uh, like Darren said, unless you did some preliminary, like, would you marry me, girl? You know, if I propose to you, but I'm I mean, you know, you're the ones you can propose to. I mean, you know, you feel them out. You you can tell. Yeah. I was just trying to I'm get her on the school. day, so she had to say, yeah, you're probably a stalker or something. I'm old school. We would practice that before we went to the game. <laughs> no, but that'd be cheating. You know, it's supposed to be a surprise. Nah, that'd be cheating. I don't want to be the one surprised. That's the point. Exactly. <laughs> right. Make sure you know how it's going to turn out. So you ain't got, <laughs> got point million people calling you the Bama of the Week. <laughs> No he doubt. might have been on ESPN in a segment called Bama of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they play that kind of stuff. But, yeah, exactly. But 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 speaking of rejection on a basketball court, um, listen to this, fellas. This is five seconds. <laughs> have y'all seen that Geico commercial, the Kimbe Mutombo? <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, and just a few minutes ago, um, I was feeding, um, was giving my 10-month-old son his bottle. And when he doesn't want his bottle, this cat, like, rejects it with both hands. He rejects the bottle with both hands, you know, when I'm trying to put put it in his mouth. Now, I'm just like, come on, man, it's time to... It's time to use bedtime. You got to get your milk, and he just two hands, just like like almost like the Kimbe. Not in my house, you know. Not not right now. But um, now I know that y'all may not remember uh, when you were a ten month old, but uh, I'm sure you all you know remember your childhood. And was anybody uh, rejected by their biological mother or or biological father as a child? Well, they weren't bold enough to say it in your face, but, you know, when it comes down to parent versus parent, of course, you know, once I, well, in my case, once I met my dad when I was like 13 years old, I asked him what happened. His story was totally different than my mom's story, you know. So, but that my mom tell it, you know, it was, uh, he he didn't want to be involved in my life because he was, he was afraid to pay child support, that she was going to get him for child support. So, but let him tell it, he tried to, you know, get in, but she wouldn't let him. So at a certain age, um, he said my name was supposed to be his last name, and he said in the military, you know, they'll let you change your last name for free. And he was expecting me to change my last name to his. Now, I wasn't trying to reject him on purpose, but I was just like, no. And then when he needed a kidney, 
he said, you know, look, I um I got bad kidneys and they say you can have one of the, you can live with one and um you know, can I you know, you think I can get one? And I said, Well you got four other kids, man, why don't you go talk to them? You know, and it wasn't me trying to be re- rejecting them or nothing like that. But, you know, I, I just went that's a gray area when you talk about parent versus parent and one telling you one thing and another one telling you another thing because I thought he was just telling me what he was telling me because he saw how I pan out or how I end up being okay as a you know as a man. But you know you can never tell in those areas when they're uh, when you're growing up. You, they parents don't just blatantly reject their kids and say no, I don't want you. You know what I mean? I mean it it it, it does happen. It definitely does happen. So um, you you saying so you saying a, a parent have told a child directly to their face. You know, I don't want you, or you know, get away from me, and you ain't my son, type thing. Absolutely. Wow. I, yeah, it does happen, especially it, that if happens the man, a lot more than what you think. Yeah, if the man doesn't know, if he's not a hundred percent sure that that's his child. But that would know. be the, that would be the actions towards the mother who's who's pointing the finger at him, not towards the baby. But the com- the conversation won't directly happen from father to son, right? You would hope, you would hope not, but it it, it does, unfortunately. Wow. Um, and you know, and I'm sure y'all can relate to, or, or you've heard about, um, you know, men rejecting their stepchildren since they're not, you know, the biological children. And and you're right there, and it may not be blatant, like you know, get out of here, you a stepchild, you ain't my biological, so you're not my seed, get out of my face. It, it may it may not be as direct. But unfortunately, it is, you know, direct, and wow. um, you know, and and you can you could turn on any uh, Maury Povich show, and they, they that ain't my child, you know, <laughs> they they hollering, and uh, you, you know how they do. Um, but w- was anybody else um, rejected by their biological mother or biological father as a child? Um, anybody rejected by both of their biological parents for whatever reason? I'm not going to use the word rejected, <clears throat> only because I think that that may have not been the case. Um, just like Darren, I've heard different stories. I've heard different sides of it. Um, I was born in North Carolina, and my father was from North Carolina as well, but moved to New York and took me to New York at the age of three um, to raise me, and my mother didn't go, or she wasn't. You know, my father had an, another wife at the at the time. But anyway, to make a long story short, um, I felt for a lot of years rejected by my mom because she let my father take me. And then, you know, I kind of put him on a pedestal because he, he, he stepped up and he raised me. Um Later on down the line, I heard that it didn't go really go that way, that my father took me and that she wanted me, but she couldn't get back. She didn't have the resources. My father had the financial resources. She didn't, so she really couldn't win the battle. He took me over state lines, so there was nothing she could really do from North Carolina to, to, to New York. But, you know, for a lot of times I felt as though that she should have done more. You know, so there was a big rejection feeling for a lot of years dealing with that. What do you think is worse, being rejected by your mother or your father? 
if you would have called it, like feeling unwanted by your mother or your father? I think that I think that it would be the mother. And the reason why I say that is because in a lot of homes, fathers have already rejected. Fathers have already been labeled as someone that might roll out on you. Yeah. Moms haven't really established that title yet because they've been hanging in there a little bit better. They're a little bit more consistent. And would anybody say that they just faced a, a lot of rejection over the course of their life? You know, different circumstances, different situations. Um, because I guess, you know, what, what I'm saying is that what do you think would be worse, being constantly rejected or rejection all of a sudden and out of the blue? Which one would be worse? All of a sudden and out of the blue? Yeah, I think. Because I, 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 out of the blue, it's like, you know, everything, you know, you put your hand towards, and it still, it's, it seemed to be working. And you know, like I, when I got let go from that job, I was like, "What? You really letting me go?" You know, I was asking to do, you know, and then I started to get, you know, you know, southern on them because I was like, "Is it because I'm black?" You know, you try to find rude excuses, and it might not even be that excuse, you know. Um, but you, you, you know, when I when I when I talk to girls or when I used to talk to women, you know, I will walk up with confidence if a woman is six four, and I will walk up with confidence as if I know that she's gonna be mine, you know. So if I can get this woman that you know whatever whatever, then I know you're not firing me from this job. You know, you start thinking of silly stuff mm-hmm. like wait wait a minute, this dude, you know, I done been through what I done been through, and he gonna let me go. And he's gonna do this to me, and he's gonna do that to me, and all kind of silly stuff start coming to your mind, you know. But and so when it happens, all of a sudden, it's like, man, it's like the end of the world almost. It feels like the end of the world, you know. And if you don't have your stuff together, and if you're not prayed up, and if you just think it's all about you, or if you just think that you know, you got this job because of you, then you're gonna have some some other issues, you know what I mean? It it just didn't feel right. Like this, the first time it ever happened. Then you start looking at the rest of your life and all the other regrets that you mm-hmm. might have made. You know, mm-hmm. Dan, I shouldn't have bought this house. Man, I shouldn't have, shouldn't have. You know, got a, got custody of these kids. Man, if I, you know, you just start doubting everything you have ever done. You know, it would at least that happened to me. You know, it, 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 all these thoughts was in my head. I wouldn't let it come out my mouth, but all these thoughts was in my head that man, you know, if this wouldn't happen, then. Well, I shouldn't have left my old job. Or I shouldn't have did this. Or I shouldn't have bought this house yet. Or I shouldn't have married. You know, and everything just start blowing up in your face. It feels like it. Mm-hmm. Good words. And you you mentioned something about <clears throat> talking to girls and um, or approaching women. And when I was in high school, I was a geek. And uh, actually, I'm still kind of a geek. But um, anyway, <laughs> it was this chick that I liked all through high school. But I would never directly, you know, try to holler. You know, I would tell her friends that I wanted to holler. But do y'all know that by the time senior senior year rolled around, I finally start started to to ask her directly, you know, to holler at her. And we eventually started talking. And I asked her how come she never responded, you know, when I told her, you know, her friend that I wanted to holler. 
Y'all know what she said? She said, I thought you were just playing all of those times. Wow. So you talk about regrets. You know, the whole time we were in high school, you know, we could have been potentially dating. You know, we I don't know if we would have made it to the altar. I don't know if it would have been that serious. It was more like so what happened to or something. I mean, she. I, I went off to college, and you know, I mean that was it. So I never, you know, I never really tried to connect with her because I mean it wasn't that deep. You know, once we started talking, you know, it just was like, I don't know, it just didn't feel right. And but I was just regretting all of this time, you know, not approaching her directly. And what it was. What it was is that I was I was afraid of rejection. And, you know, you also mentioned that, and I know that, that all of us in, in, a, in, a, in a past life, um, we've had a, a woman uh, reject our sexual advances, correct? Everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but you know me, I, you know, that didn't bother me. <laughs> I mean, it didn't bother me at all. Even in high school, I mean, because I had this one chick in high school. I mean, she was bad. in my book, she was a ten, ten out of ten. And she told me some years later, you know, after high school, she like, you know, you could have had me and all my friends, you know, in high school because we was all feeling you. <laughs> have did I have regret? No. <laughs> You want to know why? Because I ain't had time. Because I was running through so many other ones in high school. <laughs> well, it was just like, well, you know, it is what it is. Now, the, re- that now, the one reject, now, I didn't mind getting rejected because that means, you know, you can't win unless you go through some rejection when it comes to, to the women. So I ain't mind all the rejection. It ain't bother me. Yeah. Eventually, I go. But the the rejection that really got me was with my first wife. Going through that re- re- divorce, getting that rejection. Oh yeah, that unexpected out of the blue. Like you, you know, you can deal with it from just anybody, but you know, like your wife, like, oh wow, seriously? Well, you mean when she rejected your your sexual advances? No, just rejected me. Period. Wow. When I knew it was time for that divorce. Yeah. Different. Had to come to terms with that right there. Now that was the one that. Now that was a rejection that got me. Mm-hmm. Well, what about you know the you said that the sexual advances from you know these these women didn't bother you, but do you feel the the same way when when your wife rejects your sexual advances? She only rejects me if I let her reject me. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Because we're married. What does that mean? What does that mean? What that means is either we're going to have the great sex or we're going to have the get by sex. <laughs> get by sex is her just taking one for the team. As we've had many, many discussions, brothers, and you have to, <laughs> have to find out what that means. Uh, but if she's going to just take one for the team, or if she's going to be an active participant. Sometimes I care, sometimes I don't. <laughs> That's how I say if I let her reject me. When I was in the uh when I was in the military, I was stationed in Norfolk. And uh and this this dude, they got this thing called captain's mask or like military court um that you you court martial type thing on a boat. I was in the navy. They um this dude was up there and it's public. Anybody can come to it. 
But it was like, man, if they made all the, if you were look below a certain rank, they made you come. So they want you to see the consequences of what could happen to you if you get yourself in certain situations. And this dude, he was up there uh, because uh, his wife reported to the captain that he, he raped her. He raped his wife. And uh, the law state that if your wife tells you no, your wife tells you no, that you have to um, not do anything with her. And um, and he was like, well, it's my wife. And th- this was his argument. He said, this is my religion. You know, he tried to stand on that, but, you know, that didn't that didn't really work. He said, you're in the Navy, so now you want a, a, another, uh, you're you under the NJ, J, whatever it is um, that they go by in the military. Uh, and, and under these laws, uh, UCMJ is called. Under these military laws, um, you had raped your wife once she said no. And he got uh, 60 days restriction and 45 days extra duty for raping his wife. It was a crime. And uh, and I didn't think that that could happen. You know, I didn't think that a husband can rape his wife, but apparently in some states uh, and in some forms like the military, it is against the law if she tells you no, you can't you can't do anything. Wow. But mm-hmm. is, is is that like the? Would y'all say that's the? Would that be considered the ultimate rejection when your wife rejects your sexual advances? Depends on who you are. If I could tell you a little quick story of mine, and mine was very painful because this girl, I was all all for her. I mean, I I would probably rob the bank for you know. She rejected me and went with my buddy. Wow. Um, he and I, we 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 had a very special friendship, you know, and nothing came in between. So I didn't take it personal from his side, you know, like how what it but what it did do it made me hard and it made me vengeful. So later, at the time I was fourteen, and later by the time I was twenty four, twenty five, the situation came where her and I were in a in a situation where something could have went on and it was a third person there who he actually, his plot was to get her. Right? So we all were hanging around, drinking, you know. So he fell out, you know. So her and I, we go in her bedroom. We standing there, she looking at me. I'm looking at her. I went lay on the floor. And the reason why I did that is you rejected me, and you think I'm going to allow you to take the strength that I built up. And from that point on, she always asked about me. She always wanted to know what I was doing, you know. And, and I think that what created the idea of I, it's so easy for me to cut people off in my life, very easy. I mean, you 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 cross me, we done. No ifs, ands, buts, no apologies, no nothing. So it made you cold. It made me real cold. 
you know, and 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 it it really was the turn that 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 that, that made made it all go past, you know, and and I just wasn't gonna let her have the benefit of uh, and and the scope got around because see, my skills was known because <laughs> she wasn't gonna get to know, them, you know. Yeah. Good words, good words. And I want to talk about that that piece, you know, when the wife rejects you, you know, rejects your, your sexual advances. And after the wedding day, after the wedding day, who starts to gradually slip in the emotional intimacy department, um, the physical intimacy department, the husband or the wife? The after physical the, or the emotional, which one? Let's start with the physical. The wife. Right. Everybody agree with that? Agreed. <laughs> what, about the, what about the emotional? The husband. Not on us? The husband. Okay. I'll agree with that. But why why do women slowly start to reject their wifely duties in favor of their motherly duties? Control. Control. <laughs> <laughs> what do you they're... mean by that? Oh, go ahead. That's go ahead. The, 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 the that's the strongest hand they can work with against us. And because they're from America. Say again. And because they're from America. Hmm. Culture. Mm-hmm. Oh. You cheat on me for somebody that's satisfying you better physically. I'm gonna take half. Oh. <laughs> they do it to you, <laughs> right? <laughs> so what? what she another dude, and then she'll get lazy again, and then he cheats on her. <laughs> so, 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 right. like, what, what are some right. things? What What are some things that American wives generally reject in the bedroom? Anything to make the husband happy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you don't know what they reject in the bedroom. But whatever whatever happened in the honeymoon, that's that's off limits now. <laughs> Those are two great answers. The honeymoon is a commercial of what you will never ever ever have again. It will never be quite like it was at the honeymoon. I know there's a lot of women saying, Well, you doing something wrong. You know how you you know right now I've seen the responses on Facebook. <laughs> No, I don't went at them many times. Yes, 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 yes. I have called them to the carpet many times, and none of them have anything really to say. They all know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. It's, it's a game. <laughs> mm. <laughs> now, is there anything that we reject in the bedroom? Yeah, we reject. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, they start talking about the kids. Don't nobody want to hear about no kids. <laughs> I mean, you know, I got poetic justice playing in the background. I'm butt naked. I don't want to hear about, well, you know, uh, you know, being pretty good in soccer practice. You know, that's you have the audacity to bring stuff like that up. Or what are we going to eat for dinner tomorrow? And then they got the nerve to get upset if you're not listening. Oh, you're not listening. Oh, that's all you think about is sex. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's the one. No, I know, I know I'm know. i in a lot of people's 
living room. <laughs> yes, yeah. you are. That's why they're quiet. Oh, I know I am. <laughs> you get out of you need to get out of people's refrigerator. That's what you need to get out of. <laughs> but when our wives, you know, rarely even initiate sex, you know, how does that make us feel? It makes you feel like she ain't attracted to you. It, it, Wait a minute. It, Wait a minute. it also depends on what's going on. <clears throat> if the NFL draft's on and she want to get naked and get busy, then you just want to take me off. You know, you, you just want to take me off. DVR, brother, DVR. <laughs> yeah. But, um, uh, boy, that's tricky because a lot of times we get so so immune that we don't even realize what they're doing when they are trying to. Because it's been so many times on the other side where, you know, they've rejected us that when they do, we don't recognize it. Can I finish that for you? Let me finish that. How about this? How about we try 99% of the time? They try 1%. But then at that 1%, we so used to getting rejected. We miss when that 1% happens, they get mad. <laughs> oh, forget anything even happening. Forget the fact you say, "Oh, well, let me turn off the NFL draft and let's, you know, let me go get, you know, let me get ready, get the, you know, music and then she's like, "No, you missed it." How many times have we heard, "No, you missed it." I ain't feeling it no more. You missed it. That was oh, it was quick. That metro, that metro train had it was one car. <laughs> I mean, you basically you you'll miss that if you uh if you're not prepared to, to jump on. You know, right, if you ain't ready by. to jump on the 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 split second is riding through here forty five miles an hour, you missed it. I'm ready to go to bed now. I took a Benadryl. Good night. <laughs> well, who do y'all who do y'all think has a higher need for acceptance and affection, men or women? Man, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, men need to be told that you know. I ain't gonna say need to be, but they would like to be told, you know, baby, you know, thanks for keeping these lights on, thanks for keeping making everything safe for the family, and you know, you feel unappreciated. That's the worst rejection that a man can get when everybody walking around oblivious to the fact that. You know that that you just like not you know exist, but they don't take what you got going on in in consideration. You know, like I get off at six o'clock in the morning after working six uh, twelve hours, and then it's expected for me if it's on a Saturday morning. Hey, take us fiction. Hey, take you said you was gonna take us to the movies. You said you was gonna go here with us. You said you, and it's like yo, I just got off of work. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, it, it's just like, and, and then, you know, it's your turn with the grandkids or it's your turn to do this. And I'm like, do you have any idea what my life last, what my my night was like? And, you know, well, okay, you over it. You, you got four hours of sleep and then they want to keep you up all day. And you got to go to work for another 12 hours. And it's like, man, you know, can you have some kind of consideration, you know, because it's kind of making me feel like you're not appreciating the fact that, you don't have to work, and you know the kids don't really have to do anything, and I'm doing everything. 
when you're feeling, you know, rejected and neglected or unappreciated by your wife, what's the best way to communicate that to her? Tell her. I mean, I'm, I don't have no cut cards. So I, yeah, I'm direct. You know. Yeah, but women think that's just your job. So, hey. Right. You're supposed to do that. Yeah, but then when you tell them, hey, well, you ain't cook nothing to eat. And then they, well, my name ain't Hazel. Hold on a second. (laughs) 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 Hold on, you know. I mean, you expect certain things from me, but when I turn around and flip the script on you, you're like, you're telling me what your name is not. You know, I expect, you know, you got expectations of me to do certain things, but then, you know, it's cliche almost when I say, when I remind you that I don't have anything to eat. You know, and then you want to get funky in the bedroom after, you know, since I reminded you that you ain't cooked. So I, <laughs> the house ain't clean, you know, I reminded you that, that things ain't right in order with these kids, and then, you know, you trying to, you know, trying to come to bed with pajamas on. Bosom, <laughs> <laughs> everything. What if you were to tell her and, and how you felt, and she doesn't respond how you would like, you know, what, what should you do then? Should you Wait, say that again? I mean, if you tell her, if you articulate, say, hey, you know, I'm feeling rejected over here, um, and she doesn't respond how you would like, what should you do then? Should you make threats? Should you give ultimatums? What should you do at that point? If she, you tell her, but she mm. still don't respond. You go into stealth. <laughs> what is stealth? That's when it comes. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead, go ahead. That's when it comes to when it's something she wants, when she wants. You go into stealth mode. Don't hear you. Don't know what you say. <laughs> you know. You know. Uh, I mean, I mean, it was one thing that I did. One tactic that I did with my wife uh, when it came to the physical aspect of things, the sexually physical aspect of things, I stopped giving a damn about what the hell she was talking about. <laughs> and then you know, I would tell her, I say, hey, you know, until. Uh, you get some more, some more game time on the court. Really don't care what you got to say right now. You say left, I'm going right. <laughs> you want to go to Chick Fil A? We're going to McDonald's. <laughs> I, I'm just, you know, so it was just like, oh, well, you really don't care. No, I care. But hey, you don't want to, you don't want to put this out, and that makes me more nice and more agreeable than hey. Deal with the guy that don't get it. Oh, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's taking it to the stream right there. Hey, look, divorce, look, divorce ain't that bad. It didn't kill me. <laughs> you know, it wasn't the end of the world for me. I, I realized I could survive it. And it's just something, when you get older, man, I, I'm getting older, man. It's just certain things. You know, my, my tolerance is <laughs> getting lower and lower. Lower and lower. It's like, look, you need to put out more, for real. It makes me nicer, and it just makes things around the house better. <laughs> happy oh. husband, happy life. That's what the uh, yeah, until until you put out more, yeah. expect these things to continue. Mm-hmm. This is just real. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I can't cheat, so what? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Go see the hand, and you know you're tired of that. And if that's him, you know I'm way past that. I really say what's on my mind. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, come on, now. I got a few more years left. Ain't no time to play no games. You want or you off. <laughs> and let, let me ask you a question. Is it 
is it uh, considered porno if you and your wife have made your own tape and no. and she ain't giving you she ain't hooking you up so then you know you want to watch y'all on TV <laughs> And is it what, what is it is it kind of like because you know my wife this is very well practiced. I've done it many times and it works. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it even gets her around. Right, but you, only, the only other thing you could do is you go out and get yourself an inflatable doll, right? She uh, acting like that. You make sure the inflatable doll's on her side of the bed when she walks in. Watching you killing it on TV and it's her. <laughs> Look, you see that woman on the TV? <laughs> me like that. You ain't got me like that right now. The reason why I'm doing to you what I could do to you is because you're not that woman on the TV. <laughs> the TV demands my full attention. I mean, I'm straight up at attention. Now I'm kind of like lackadaisical, you know, like, uh. But I was going hard. Yeah, why do you think wives seem to give so much more effort to work and the kids than the marriage? Because of culture, American women. It's their culture. And then by the time they realize, like, oh, I need to put a little bit more to my marriage, and my marriage is just like one of my kids. I need to think about it in that regard, feed it, nurture it, clothe it, take care of it. Mm. It's too late. They ain't married no more. They're 50 years old, taking line dance. <laughs> trying to find a man. <laughs> well, trying to trying to deal with a young buck, beating it up every night. You know, can't can't deal with him. I had oh, my wife. Those, if I was online, I know they would probably be ripping me a new one. <laughs> Go ahead, Darren. I told my wife, you know, um, it's a it's a balance, you know, in everything. You know, you have to you have to commit to to the marriage more so than the kids. And she thought I was crazy when I said that. And I was like, well, no, because when they leave out of the house, you put if you put all your interests in, and and all your all your efforts into the kids and raising them and then nothing into your marriage, when they leave the house, what do you have? We ain't even friends then. You know right. so you have to, you know, you have to commit yourself to to certain portions of the day to me, then to the kids, but more to me. And then to work, and then to you know whatever else you got going on. But you, your main investment is supposed to be with me because the rest of your life only includes me, not them. You know, the rest of your co- companion life is going to be me and them kids. You know, I'm not saying ignore them, but give them give them a portion of your day. But that portion shouldn't be bigger than the one you spend with me. That's a good point. How many times have you heard of couples? And right there, I, I, you know, I'm going to apologize if I pose a little bit. Times you've heard of couples, putting all, married couples, putting all their time into their kids, taking them here, ripping and running here. Kids go to college, graduate, move out. Then it's like, oh, we married. Right. It's just us. Mm-hmm. All this time, we ain't been really dealing with each other. We've been pouring our time into our kids. And now I got to see if I can spend the rest of my life with you. In solitude. Yeah, I, I'm I'm canceling a couple right now that that they just uh, that their kids are grown, but since the mom had put so much invested so much into the to the daughter, the daughter is grown and the, and the father is saying you have to leave 
because you're 19, 20 years old, you graduated, you failed out of college, but you stand here, and I kept telling you you need to move, but the mom is on the daughter's side. So now it's lopsided. It's like the marriage is like she's more married to the daughter than she is to the husband. Right. right. Wow. Yeah, that's going on with my mom and dad right now. Okay, so that that that's not that's not good when you you're supposed to cleave to your wife and your husband. You don't supposed to cleave no kids, right? You know. Well, how how can the demands of uh, you know dual careers, kids, bills lead to somebody feeling rejected? Because they're tired when they put all their effort into them kids. And and wiping noses and yelling and fussing and screaming and cooking and cleaning up behind people, then it's like at the end, and then I'm helping her deal with all that stuff. By the time we get to bed, the, the main thing they want to say is I'm tired. Well, I'm like, well, hey, I'm equally tired. You know, I can I can do a twelve hour shift standing on my head and still come home and break that wall, bring the walls down. But if you want me to, but that's not me rejecting you. But that's just me doing my duty as a husband because you want to. You got a need that needs to be filled, and and I got to perform my top notch. Now I might be knocked out after that, but at least I got it in. You know. Mm-hmm. Good words. Good words. And I've got a, I've actually got a, a buddy of mine <coughs> whose old lady rejects looking nice for him. You know, but. Oh, no. Same token, yeah. The same token, she makes sure that she looks nice to go to work every day. Oh, okay. I mean, do you think that that he potentially has a problem on his hands? Yeah, he got a huge problem on his hands. I'm curious to know who's at work. She looking nice for. That's right. I mean, that's yeah. the odd one right there. I mean, but <laughs> <That's the laughs> yeah, yeah. One should you know, always take pride in her husband. Should be she should I know my wife feels honored to you know be married to me and I know my wife she cares deeply about her appearance and she cares that her appearance is a reflection of on both of us but she also acknowledges that it's a reflection on me also so she's not gonna go out looking halfway anywhere we go whether she with me or whether she by herself or whatever. So she gonna always have some level of pride in her appearance. Now, if you want to go out and you want to look like you know some whatever, some trash when it, when it, when your man is involved, okay. Well, then also know for every woman that don't care about her appearance, there's ten women walking around that cares. Right. So it cuts both ways. Mm-hmm. Especially if you get dressed up for work and showing that you can care about your appearance. That's Really wrong. Yeah. That's how women do, man. That's how they do. And then they tell you crazy when you ask them, you know, reading and stuff. You know how they do, Rodney. You know, women also <laughs> just, they, want the, they, they want that guy to come and, just, and tell them they look good, too. So that kind of gives them a little confidence when they come home. Yeah, but the confidence when you come home, what you doing with it? You ain't dressing up. <laughs> Got all the confidence at work, then you come home and then it's like I don't care no more. Mm-hmm. But you confident? Oh man. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think they need to have a conference. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. But I just, I just don't understand 
how is it possible that somebody can be married yet feel unloved and rejected at home? I just don't. I mean, is that possible? Do, do, do y'all get that? Uh, That's very possible. Are you serious? Also, brother? And, you know, you can be at home with somebody and, you know, it's it's no affirmation there. Again, there's no bedroom affirmation. There's no communication. And uh, and I think I've used this language before, man. You know, you kind of be with somebody and y'all just become roommates. You know what I mean? Splitting the bills. All right. So now we got to put the, the real questions on the table. Then. Who fault is that? Is that their fault? I think it's. I think it's. I think it falls on both parties, man. I think it's a level where, you know, somebody's got to step up and say, "Hey, there's a problem here. You know, let's try to fix it." And it also takes, you know, the commitment of both parties kind of coming together and trying to work on that piece. You know, I mean, you can you can try to communicate, tell somebody, "Look, this is a problem." It's like it's like our brother that said, "Look, you know, if you put out more, you know, hey, I'm happier around the house. Things are better around here." You know, I think it's a lot of brothers that have kind of stepped in their wives and said, look, you know, this is an issue, this is a concern, and some of them have been non-responsive. Yeah, but you know, on the other foot, she's saying, well, I'm not giving you none because I got concerns. And I'm saying, and, and that's fine, lay, lay the concerns out on the table, and, and if it's something that the brother can do to, to fix it or to work on it, then absolutely. But I'll say this, I mean, you know, working on the marriage is a full-time job, so, you know, if they both got to be willing to kind of say, hey, I'll, I'll step up to the plate. I'll fix it. But I'm saying if the brother is doing all he can to try to fix it, communicating, saying, hey, look, it's, it's lacking the area of the bedroom. It's lacking the communication. Let's work on it. Let's work on it. Let's work on it. It's only with so much that the brother can do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean I'm, and I'm saying that I'm, I'm really, you know, painting the picture of, you know, the ideal brother, you know what I mean? And obviously the ideal brother is trying to do all of those things. You know, hopefully we're striving for the ideal daily, but we live in the real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, I figured out that, you know, you even when you say, you know, like you said, you, you try everything, right? You try everything, you come home, take out the trash, you, you wash the dishes, you, you change, and you still see nothing. You know the women, man, they hold on to stuff for about three, four months. They can still mad at you for something you don't even remember. And then, you know, it takes you to snap to figure out that that was the whole reason why. I'm like, you waited four months for me to go through this pain and agony for you to just tell me that one thing you still mad at me at? That's what frustrates me. I, I definitely think that's frustrating. And, I, and I'm saying, and, and brother, I'll say this. You probably are a better man than a lot because some brothers are not going to wait there for a month. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not, you know, because that four months, I mean, and the question becomes, I think I would have is the four months that she's upset, are, are you even, I mean, as far as the bedroom action, is there any bedroom action going on during this time? Is it limited? Is it to take one for the team bedroom action? Or is it nothing because I'm mad at you and I'm still not going to tell you while I'm mad at you? Because I don't no, think you can do going to take one for the team. It's okay. not that, okay. that real good sex. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about that passionate stuff because. And and the question I would ask too is how long how long does it take for the team take one for the team's sake? I mean, do you just get by with that forever? Nah, 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 nah. I mean, I mean, how long do you settle for that? Do you settle for that for the four months? 
You settle for that for eight months, you know. No, that's right? way too long. No. I mean, I'm just, and I'm, and I'm only reason I'm saying this is because, again, like my man said, you got some sort of pictures, they're not going to tell you what's wrong. You know what I'm saying? But you but, take but, it. You, I got you a just, Go ahead. I got a question. Hopefully, and, 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 and I'm hoping it's on the same same playing field. How long did it take initially to get the booty from the from the break? That's a good question. That's the, that's the sixty thousand dollar question. I mean, was it was it was it one night? Was it two months? Was it four months? Was it a year before you finally got it? Not just you. I'm just saying in general. In general how right, long right, did right. it take for us to finally get that thing after begging and pleading and <laughs> and, and, and taking our case and, and movies and dinner. late nights on the phone call and <laughs> meeting the family, taking the little baby sister out to lunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? All of that. <laughs> how long did it take to get get in there and then get in and then get it right once you got it? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> now you know what I'm saying. And that and and that might speak to some of this. Because now we got it, we paid for it, and now it's like, okay, I ain't got to do those things. And I'm not putting it on us because they definitely have a role in it, but I just believe I'm not hearing that part of it. Sure, sure, sure. And, again, we're talking, we're talking ideals. So the ideal is that the brother is still paying for it. And, brothers, please know we all we all still paying for it. Oh, okay. yeah. That's right. I mean, <laughs> you know, no, yeah, no, no doubt. But but I, I'm saying, and, and I and I think I hear I hear the brother saying that this is the intentional uh, paying for it. It ain't the you know because you got the fixed cost. You know you're gonna take care of your mortgage. You're gonna do you know there's a fixed cost, but this is the intentional investment in in setting it up. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Hmm. Is, is that what I'm hearing? I don't think it's ever be a time where a brother has to settle for um, uh, taking one for the team and and it doesn't matter now if we marry that's a different kind of commitment I don't care if it took me if you know I mean I guess it does matter how I mean if you don't hit it the first night you know you shouldn't be married to her I don't think it should have been just that but you know if you if it just so happened that you did hit it the first night and then y'all are married then you know um, the 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 playing field is different in a marriage than it is when you just smashing or when you're out there just doing what you do, um, and then that needs to be really understood, you know, between the uh, the the with the wife, you know, and the husband. But uh, a lot of women, man, you know, they they want to see consistency, and if you say in one minute that you want to communicate, and the next minute you're not, you running out with your boys, and then when she try to communicate. And then you're not communicating with her, and then once you're ready to communicate, then she doesn't shut down. Now it's a back and forth, uh, I'm gonna get you back type of thing, and then the communication just cuts off. And when the communication cuts off, then the butt, the booty stops. You know, then all these things start going downhill. So us as men, we really have to make sure we consistently be consistent, and we gotta consistently conversate with her and consistently. See what's wrong with her, and if something goes wrong, if if she's not feeling well, we really have to be on our game because if we're not, somebody else is either going to be there, or she's going to lose interest, or we're going to be lacking something in the bedroom, or something going to happen. You can't just not uh, you know treat a woman right and think everything is good and then expect you know a good result from that. Mm. 
you know, especially over time. I know my man, he was like, look, man, we was going to clubs when we was dating. Why can't I still go to the club? Well, we were married. We get You done left me. You went to the club with three kids at home. You can't do that anymore. Well, I'm still going to hang out with my boys. And then when he do that, now he come home wants want some refreshments, and she ain't putting them out, <laughs> giving him none, then he gets mad. Well, we, we can't expect that. Refreshments, I like that. Yeah, I like that, too. I like that, too. I got a monkey wrench. Go ahead, brother. I got a monkey wrench. I've been holding it for a minute. But I think, but 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 I think it's right along the lines of 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 what we're talking about and the whole rejection uh, topic here. So when it's time for you and your wife to make love, and you're getting into the you're in the bed and the act of making love, and you get doing foreplay or whatever the case may be, and she's just not wet. Whatever you're doing, she just wow, ain't getting wet. This guy. She just ain't getting wet. And Is she acting like she's horny or? or no, I just... mean whatever. She could be. Yeah, she's acting like she's she's doing whatever you ask her to do, but she just ain't getting wet. And then you have to go and get some kind of lubricant. Or yeah, what's wrong with that? Go downtown, player. <laughs> you got to go get some kind of lubricant. What's wrong with that? Good job. Is that a form of rejection? Hey, <laughs> well, no. you bet. Is your that, job? That's the first problem on her part. Is this the take one for the team situation? <laughs> it, 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 it seems like it's going in that <laughs> direction. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously going in that direction. It's, it's obviously going in that direction. I mean, I'm just, you know. Yeah, but no, I mean, you know, no, no. He said that she was horny as well. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that she's doing whatever it is that the whole routine. She's going through all of the steps of the routine. You just can't get that thing moist. Please okay. let me know when it's my time. <laughs> Talk to him, Mike. Oh no, I think the other brother was answering. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't care who answers. You got to go downtown, Doc. You got to go downtown. <laughs> So then you go downtown and everything you put is yours. Whatever you think oh, downtown is yours. Oh, I, I think the point of it, ain't it none is of her. she's not interested. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 right, CJ. There it is. There I, it is. I guarantee you that's still not a that, that's a it's a you know you go get that baby oil and you work it out and then in the next morning you talk about it. Huh? That's right. Don't wait. <laughs> what? You, you just go ahead. You morning. just go ahead. Do what you got to do. Get that nut and then. Can I sit in the morning? Just somebody that got a ring on your finger? Your ring on her finger? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a hard one. Yeah. I talk, can I talk? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, please. Okay, this is a typical example of one of the many things that we do wrong. Okay. <laughs> we are putting the vagina on a pedestal. <laughs> we are saying that the vagina us everything we need to know about our woman. Okay. No, it does not. The vagina, we doctors still don't understand it. She don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Just because she is not wet mm-hmm. don't mean that she ain't ready, willing, and able. Mm. Is that what it means? No, it don't. It, 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 it can it, mean that. It could mean oh, pH no. balance is off. So you come to bed without an erection, but you're ready, willing. 
Hold on. I just want to know. I just want to know. Hold on. We're not talking about the male anatomy. Oh, but, but strictly okay, female anatomy. Okay. So now it's an anatomy issue. Wow. Because you put you put you putting everything about how she feeling on her vagina. Okay. And the vagina don't work like like a penis. Okay. We okay. Know. It takes a little bit more to get that thing right, doesn't it? No, it doesn't take a little bit more. Sometimes, listen. I, get older, no, I mean, we wake up, we wake up ready. Nine we, times okay, out of ten, mixing it. You mixing it. We we only talking strictly about vagina. Okay. 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 <laughs> but pH balance <laughs> on off by makeup, gum, soda, anything, man, anything she do can throw that pH balance off. Got Let it. me tell you something. If she ain't wet. When she's always wet at this certain time, she's it's like a slip and slide, but this time it's like the Savannah Sahara Desert, <laughs> whatever. That's why you get your KY jelly. <laughs> so you said ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with no. that. That's right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's normal. There's nothing that's wrong with that. No, let me tell you let me tell you how you know when something ain't when ain't nothing wrong with that. You cannot say one instance of vagina dryness. It means she's not into you. Now, if that thing stay dry for a whole month, yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, you might. Yeah, she done yeah, had a might. yeast infection. If she done had something going on down there, yeah, yeah, that could, yeah. yeah. But now, if she been dry, if she dry for like a month and a half, you got an issue. But don't say one instance. Okay, listen, listen, listen. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what you beat around the bush and try to make it into something else. <laughs> forget about the uh, the yeast infection, all this other stuff you throwing into the mix. You know I you know what you're doing. You go down there, you to handle your business, and you can't get that thing right. Period. Well, I guess I guess I guess the real question is: Is that a form of rejection? Is that what you have? Thank you, thank you. Yes, that's all I want, though. No, that's that not. Okay. Because you all you gotta do is put some KY gel on and keep it moving. A little, let, a long way. Let me, let, let me let me throw this out. And that is, is 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 the KY is the KY us giving us approval? Mm, mm, that's deep. Mm, that's deep. Because mm. uh, I mean, I'm just I'm just I'm just saying if Tony if Tony's saying it's rejection, then the KY is us saying you are right, brother. Exactly. Well, I think I think the KY at the moment your erection and her vagina say you are right. And who's the KY for, really? Who bought the vagina? Who bought the KY? <laughs> didn't bring the vagina. She bought her. What? So that means she's willing to enable all. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. don't take no credit away from that. Quit putting the vagina on the pedestal. Put the whole woman no, on the pedestal. No, 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 no. I didn't put it on the pedestal. Yeah, you're giving it too it much place. power. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm not. But the, but this, listen, listen. There's certain tools you need to build a house, right? Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? If your garage is squeaking, what you got to put on it? Grease, right? A little WD-40, yeah. A little WD-40, right? It's time to go down, T-Hawk. It's time to go down, bro. Everybody got their own remedy. Look, man. You know, I mean, if you... I like the way I like the way it's been dan- it's being danced around. <laughs> that tells me we, on, we, we may be on people's street right now. So what are you saying? You, you saying that... The, wait a minute. You telling me... You telling me... You telling me if... If it's all it now, if it's all about intimacy, sure. Go straight to the point. If it's all about intimacy, and and KY is out of the question. If it's all about intimacy, sure. It's what you're willing to do to get that thing right. Sure. 
you and if you if you saying let me slap some KY on it, now it's all about just you. But if you're willing to go down there and 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 give it a the the uh, the, the ice cream treatment, then you know and and she you know women love that you know. So if you're willing to give her that treatment, now it's about you pleasing her and you getting pleased as well and I dis- lubricated. I disagree. I don't, I, let me say this. I don't, I don't think KY is the enemy. I think Tony's point is, is different. I don't, I'm serious. I don't, I don't think KY is the enemy. You know what I mean? And I don't want to make it. Cause, cut, you know, though. It's I, just a shortcut. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, I mean, on one hand, it's kind of like we like, oh, man, you know, it's bad. You know, because there's some brothers that might need a call like, oh, if I'm using KY, you know, I mean, you know that, hey, you may need it. But I think the, I think the whole piece is, is that he, there, he is making a connection between the emotional state of the sister, the rejection piece for the man. I think he's making a, making an argument for that, at least making Thanks. a run at it. You know Thanks. what I mean? He's making a run at it. Thanks. I'm, yeah, I'm trying. trying. I'm trying. He's telling. Because I'm check trying. this out. Hold on. All right. Look, you can use the KY jelly to get the party started also because you can't use the KY jelly to get a wet too. But that's another subject because, you know, I don't know. But look, Why are we dancing around oral sex? I don't understand that. No, I mean you use the KY jelly. Go on, you know, get a, you know, let her see what she know. Bam, you know, go on and get it in there. Check the oil. No, that's it. Go and then, and then, you hit it with the ice cream game. Oh well, no, you don't. Oh, yeah, behind KY. You got to, you know, you got to get in front of KY. Now, I mean, that's uh, <laughs> no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. That's that's another. That's hold on. That's, that's another. There, you you can eat it any time. You're married to it. I mean, you're saying that even after you have oral sex, it's like it's off limits, or you ain't doing that, or you're not. I mean, even though after you have oral sex, she's still dry. That's not. That's not possible. Now, once I, you have oral sex, then you 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 don't took the place of the KY. No, so, no, 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 brother, no, no. Oh, oh you, you can use KY. No. You can go down there. <sighs> you can go down there and take one for the team. You can go down there and it just be your juices that's just left. Because mm. if she ain't into you, it don't matter what you do. You can't get that thing the way you need it. You know, now we own some personal stuff. Because I ain't, I ain't never seen... <laughs> I ain't never heard of an instance where a dude go down and, and all of his juices are all over her and she's still dry. I mean, no, no, no. I understand what you're saying, but listen. Here's the point. We, we both bring something to the table mm-hmm. when making love with our wife. Mm-hmm. We bring one thing, they bring another thing. Right or wrong. We bring our thing, and they don't bring their thing, then we got to bring a some kind of super, um, uh, uh, supplement. When you say their thing, what are you talking about? Talking about the vagina getting wet. Exactly. No, but we already wet That's it. That's what they bring. Private. We already got that covered, right? How? Okay, can I interject here something? How do you have that covered? If, if she's she's wet, if, if she's already wet from your could, saliva, she's pleased already. But you spit on it, so now she's wet. No, I ain't say spit on it. Well, <laughs> just saying it is what it is, saliva spit. So you go down there and then you, so it's still, at that point, it's still artificial. It's still a connection, though. You, you're missing the point. Right. You but it's still artificial. Oh, look. But I'm saying the connection, the connection that you're willing to go down there and please your wife, that's more satisfying than... Then you slapping KY on it and, and going around the the issue. If if she's not wet enough for you, 
then you go down there and make it wet. It's pleasing to her too. I mean, I guarantee you, if if you ask the majority of married women, yeah, know, they like it. But Tony's talking about you do all that, she still ain't wet. That's what he's talking about. That's what I don't understand. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's, that's what you're I'm not talking about. Listen, talking this is what I'm trying to say, Tony. Sorry. Use the KY, use the dipstick, then do the oral, then do the dipstick again. By the second time you use the dipstick again, that thing is always wet. It's red. <laughs> Natural. You don't even need okay, the KY. Okay, so now, so now what we're saying is, as men, we don't need them to come to bed aroused because we can do it. We don't need them to be emotionally attached. Put words in. You put words into it. it. I, it's, it's, it's a no. But at some point, it's going to become dry anyway. That that statement I don't agree with. It's not saying we don't need them to, but in those instances where they are dry, we know our women, and we know how to get them wet. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. Okay. Times. If plan A don't work today, then you have to go to plan B. Ice cream, and then she's good. Okay. All right. Let me let me let me let me ask you this, and just to, I'm gonna give a add some texture to what Tony's saying. <laughs> Somebody, please. <laughs> what if I told you about you know the buddy of mine? Now my ex-wife was always dry for nine years. <laughs> That's a different story. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, yeah, but you kept but the KY handy, didn't you? Always. <laughs> she suffered vaginal dryness. There you go. There you go. Medical condition. Yeah. But I want to, I want to, I want to add to to what T Hog is saying. Um, and I told you that I got a, a buddy of mine who's, a, who's an old lady. Just you know, she don't, you know, she don't want to look nice for him, but she goes, you know, looking g'd up to the nines to work. Will she go to work with a vagina wet? That, that's what that's what I wanted to ask, Ike, because... It, it might happen when she get there. Thank you. Thank you, T-Hawk. <laughs> what if Tyrone at work there. is yes. just talking to her, just giving yes. her the good talk, huh? and she's getting wet at work? Say it. Say it. Then what? But but you yeah, can't get it. wet. You you down there with the ice cream. You down there doing this All and that. that. And you going to get, grab the KY jelly, and Tyrone Say that, because you try to get that nut off. Yeah, yeah, Tyrone just talking to her in the break room. And she's going to get more. She needs to go and take a, uh, a day off and go and holler at Tyrone. Tyrone, go. got, Tyrone got the keys to your safe. Mm. Tyrone, Tyrone need to, got the keys Tyrone to, need to go on to hell that day. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tyrone need to go on to hell that He need to also take the kids to soccer practice. But you're right, but you're right, Ike, but that's what I'm talking about. We now 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 we're gonna put it on Tyrone. And it ain't his responsibility. How do you get it in the first place? Thank you. Because she, she left the door. Well, like, uh, like I said earlier, I believe if I, I always tell my wife and my friends, whoever I'm talking to, foreplay is not uh, um a, a, a fifteen second thing. Foreplay is is a make it's like six eight nine hours. I mean, starting in the morning. Oh, okay. Tell them, tell them. You know, it, it, I like and, that. And 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 we, I guess we get bored and say we don't feel like doing all that stuff. But when you want to, when you leave notes behind and 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 put notes on a cereal box and just show, because women care about this stuff that we don't really care about. We can care less. We bringing flowers home. We spending five dollars and and buying flowers at the Mexican stand. You know, or we had to stop light, and then Mexicans walk up to us and give us some, and I'm not trying to stereotype, but whoever buy, give us some flowers and we bring them home, foreplay begins as soon as she gets those flowers. 
Foreplay begins when you do something that she was supposed to be doing and take it off her plate. And now she's she's relaxed enough that she can get ready for you and kissing on the back of the neck and saying you love her. And, and that's foreplay to them, okay? Now, however they want it, that's how we got to give it to them. So at night, by the time we come to bed, she's going to be ready Hell or hot water, it doesn't matter because she done you done you done did everything you done put all the checks in the box you done cooked it for her you done bought her flowers you done wrote her letters you done called and said I love you you done did you done rubbed her feet you done did everything so by the time you get home or by the time it's time for bedtime everything is set you done made a bath water for her. I mean I make it I make it known that we taking the bath or a shower together as much as we can and that's. That's that's all the foreplay sometime I need. But other times I need to do a little bit more. I need to wash some clothes or something, you know. I need to <laughs> a plate, you know, just to get in there to let her know I care about, you know, if she tell me she's tired, I need to pay attention to that and then take something away from her plate. You see what I'm saying? Sure, 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 sure. So so well, basically basically what you're saying, and this is what I what I and I'm digging what you're saying. So what you're saying is you don't even have to go by uh, uh, Rite Aid to pick up your KY jelly. For no, I don't. And if and if anything is any, anything dry, I gotta go down there and, and do what I gotta do, and you know, then everything is still good. Yeah, you yeah. need to go down there and wash them clothes and unload that dishwasher. That's what you need to do. No, I got a question. I got a question. Swinging it back to the rejection piece, and y'all mentioned. And I don't know. I don't know if you, this is a thought, but y'all mentioned Tyrone at the office with the brother who, you know, wife gets G'd up to go to work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Do you think it changes the impact of rejection if Tyrone is not your equal or above? Hmm. Wait, oh, say that one more. Yeah, we break that down, bro. Break that down. In other, in other words, Tyrone most, might be the boss. No, no. In other words, meaning Tyrone is not the boss. Most brothers think that if their wife is stepping out of somebody's right, right. Do you think the impact of rejection for you or for I is different if we find out that this brother, you know, is not equal or greater? It's great. Yeah. Rejection is definitely greater at that point. Why? Why why do you think it is? I mean, because you. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It's the same thing when. When we step out on our wife, and your wife looks at the cross, she finally get a chance to look at the bar and be like, "You step out on me for that? Are you kidding me? For that? You see what I'm saying? Somebody that just don't eat, not even as fine as her." Let me mess with you, though. Let me mess with you. But when you when you're doing that, that means something is missing at home, and our job is to make sure nothing is missing at home. Like when I tell my daughter, like let's just say our kids, if I am opening the door for my daughter and I am buying her. And I am telling her I love you. Now she don't need a boy. He can't slide through there with those lines. He can't get by with buying her McDonald's. He can't get by with just pulling up to the house and beep, beep, and expecting her to just jump in the car. And the same thing with our wives. If we're telling her everything she needs to know at home or she needs to feel at home, Tyrone or, or, or Buck or whoever's at work, can't can't take that. She already getting that at the home. She she won't have no reason to look elsewhere. But that's why we got to stay on top of our game and say what you need, baby. Not not trying to say be be no be no puppy dog or you know all that stuff. But just a mutual respect and let her know that you date you constantly love her and let her know all the time I love you and and 
and showing you love her by doing things for her. And then she won't need, she won't have no need for Tyrone. If Tyrone nah. come with any kind of any kind of stuff at work, if he come with some kind of side talk, she's gonna be like, Look, man, I'm married. Happily married. It's only the times when the woman is not getting herself herself her stuff at home, that's when she looks out elsewhere. It's not a woman that I know of that's getting her have a have a husband that's doing everything he can at home, pleasing her at home, pleasing her in the bedroom, and she still wanna be pleased somewhere else. That that doesn't exist. I, I don't know of any situation. Uh, okay. uh, I'm that wrench in that works. Say that again? Okay. I'm that wrench. I had that kind of woman and it didn't matter. Mm. So you just okay. so you She don't. was just selfish, she was just self absorbed. You know, you hit on it earlier. My kid's mother, she just didn't care. Period. That's why she isn't in their life. So it didn't matter whether washing the clothes, paying the bills. Look, I walked around with her bank card in my pocket. When she got paid, my pocket jiggled. (laughs) (laughs) I took my kids to school every morning before I went to work. She was getting paid trips to work that I paid for. You know, when one of my kids couldn't find a shoe or their books, that was working on me getting to work on time, opening up my job so my job don't get fired. So it was on me. It was all being done for her. Did it stop her from doing what she did? No. Mm. And I want to go back to that piece. Good word, CJ. Um, And just tying into what the brother said about what if Tyrone works in the mailroom, you know, and, and and this is, he ain't even on your level, but guess what? He can get a wet. And is infidelity the ultimate form of rejection? If she does actually step out with Tyrone, and let's just, you know, forget the fact whether Tyrone is the boss or he's in the mailroom. Just the fact that she stepped out on you, is that the ultimate form, the ultimate act of rejection? Yeah, because we're more vulnerable intimate-wise. It, it, it wasn't for me. When my, when my ex stepped out on me, um, I mean, she couldn't get no lower than where she was, and I was like, "Yo, that's if that's what you want." If, if I mean, she actually, she, I'm gonna be real. She got with a, a her, her cousin that had been in jail for 18 years, and she didn't really know him when he was, um, when he was, you know, she was she was eight, and he was like 13, 14. And then she started this prison ministry at at the church in Hawaii, and then she said, "Let me reach back to my family member. I think he got in. He was in jail for murder." And she started reaching out to him, and I was like, "Yo, what you doing? You know, that's your. I mean, she said we're cousins." And I'm like, "Yo, man, I I don't. I mean, you know, you ain't seen him. When last time you seen him, you ain't had breasts. So I don't I don't I don't trust him. You know, it's like, well, you know, you just being insecure. And she started talking to him, and you know, of course. Thing one thing led to another, and they started kicking it like that, you know. And I'm like, and at first it was embarrassing, and I felt rejected. I was like, you're gonna, I'm I'm a hardworking dude, you know. I'm, I think I'm halfway smart, 
and you're going to leave me for your cousin, and then he in jail on top of that. And I said, really? I mean, not that bad, you know? So, so um, but it was just a, just, a, just a fact, you know, I found out later on that she was like, I wasn't giving her no time, and she thought she could find it elsewhere, and that was just an excuse. And, you know, if a dude, and it was, yeah, I, I believe it's my fault. I'm giving her, I'm telling her yes all the time. And as soon as I tell her you can't do something, then she look at me like I'm I'm not your dad. You know you're not my dad, so you might want to back up off me. And then we we bump heads from there. And then she started looking for other things. But I felt really I didn't really I felt rejected, I, and it was more embarrassing than a rejection because I'm like you leaving me for this your cousin, <laughs> you know? Wow. And he's in jail. What's wrong with you? You know. So I didn't want to tell nobody that. You know, because that made me look like you know, I mean, the laughing stock you talking, you know. I, I couldn't. I can't imagine. Yeah. So, 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 still on the rejection piece, right? Yeah. And you know, it, and again, I appreciate all that because all that is, is 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 good stuff. Um, but we're talking about the KY. And we're talking about the supplement. And I'm sorry for taking it back there. Would you? I KY. But, look, yeah. he go back there? Some. I use KY, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's why they no. use it. No. That's why it's in the store. A lot of people use it. A lot of people use it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. What's wrong with it? Ain't nothing. Why don't you I use it? I didn't say anything was wrong with it. I, why don't you KY use it? KY is a multi-billion dollar Exactly. Under Johnson and Johnson. Dude, they got the best commercials, man. You ever seen those commercials? I didn't say anything was wrong with it. I'm just saying a supplement. Don't placate me. Don't T-Hawk me. I, I, you know me. Me and yeah, exactly. on a lot of things. I'm just saying. <laughs> I understand about the KY. I particularly think, for me, I think it's for another use. But we'll talk about that on another show. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna go there because that whole we ain't gotta go. Look, I that whole get together. wet also. Yeah, uh, exactly. It, when one it, hole it, don't get wet, that one usually does. But that's <laughs> <laughs> conversation. It's mo- wow. it's got multi uses, multi uses, <laughs> multi. I ain't met one yet. And once she tried it, she didn't love it. But you gotta got the guy. You gotta have the dude to know how to do it right. I'm a fan, but but again, we talk about homeboy in the mailroom. And we also talk about not being able to 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 uh, produce fluids, normal fluids during intercourse. Um, but the question that I want to throw out is, how long can it go on? When can I... it fester into an issue that is out of control, and the dude at the mailroom has more power over your thing than you? How long can you sit there and say, okay, well? I'm going to use the KY, or she's going to keep taking one for the team. Because my man just said earlier, how long does it have to be for you to take one for the team? Well, how long can that go on? Well, you have to have that You have to have to that communication with your wife, first of all. And, yeah, you have to be able to talk about the Tyrone or the dude in the mail room. she got to be adult enough to let you know that, hey, you know, you need to step your game up. So, like, yo, it's not that I'm suffering from vaginal dryness. It's just that I'm suffering from a boring husband. She oh, got, wow. she oh, got wow. to be an adult wow. and have that conversation. But a lot of women wow. ain't a, a lot of women ain't adult see, I, see, to I, have that conversation. See, I, I do, and see, I I knew you knew where I was going. 
But yeah, you, I know you, exactly. you want the whole back, you want the go somewhere else. But that's okay. I appreciate you for you want to run to the medicine cabinet and grab the KY and come right back. I mean, I but appreciate you. Uh, how many? How many of us are, are man enough to go upstairs tomorrow after this call and ask our wives? Is there somebody at your job that makes you moist? Uh, <laughs> I will. I don't think who, who gonna, who gonna, should be sitting really, like that. Time. That's not the question. The question is, is she going to tell you the truth or not? Exactly. Why is she not going to tell you the truth? Oh, it's the catch-22, because you might not be able to handle the truth. Well, no. That's it, too. Right, too. That's right. right, too. That's yeah, right. right. She's not going to tell you the truth. I well, want to the truth. I had to sniff it out. Well, Ike, you did say she has to man up and tell you. Yes, yeah, she right. has to go on and put on a big girl panties and have an adult conversation. Yeah, yeah but, but, but do we ask on a regular basis? Hey, I just game. How's my game? Yes, yes. I think I think that that's the, that. I mean, that's a. I use I. Me and my wife, we do report cards. Absolutely. You know, every month, uh, once a quarter. You know, I, I'm going to ask about uh, my sex life and how is my love towards her. Do she still feel like she's a woman? When I treat her like you know, when I first got her, you know, what are some things I can improve on? It's certain things that we have to do, even though it sounds kind of corny. Especially the report card thing. I mean, this thing works out. For, and she tells me, and I, I don't get offended, and she neither does she. You know, and, and, and on my report card, if you want to say, you know, you could give me some, you know, like three to four nights a week, you know, and what what what, what can I do to, to get a little bit three or four nights a week? What do I have to do? And then she will let me know, well, look, you know, I want you to go downtown a little bit more. I want you to show more love, love towards me as far as, you know, stop treating me like you're going to the toilet on me, you know, because that's what the KY makes me feel like you're doing. You just want to get your nut and get on up. Or, you know, I want you to do, get involved more with my, with, with just listening to me when I come home to you and tell you what happened with my day. And, you know, because a lot of times we don't even want to hear it. But we don't even, we don't want to hear so much. Turn the game off sometime and talk to me then. And, you know, that's a hard thing for us to do. We can't even fathom some of these things that they're requesting. But when you do this report card with her, and and you, these are questions that are open and, and you explain it to her, you know, I want to be able to have an open forum with you, truly uh, telling the truth about everything that I ask you, and I'm going to tell you the truth about everything you ask me, and we're just going to be forward because I'm trying to aim for A. I'm, I'm tired of being on the C level. I want to be on the B or A level. I want to progress. I, I, and, and that's what's going to help the marriage, you know, once you start taking report cards of each other without without a Tony, yeah. you know me and my wife, we, we do that already. You, uh-huh. you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know. Yeah. We're trying to be like you, Ike. No. <laughs> a lot of y'all are. Hey, Ike, remember back in the day, man, you used to come on this call years back and you used to say, y'all got to keep your Mac on. You do. Remember yes, you, you do. Listen, let me tell you something. Yesterday, my wife just surprised me out the blue. We was going through our routine. Daughter got destination imagination. We had probably about 30 minutes in the house to ourselves. I wasn't even paying attention. She's like, we got the house to ourselves. She said, let's make most of this 30 minutes. That's what I'm talking about. I'm like, what? Wow. I got a question for you. You didn't even Sorry. see that coming, did you? I said I didn't no. See it coming. I, 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 I got a question. You, you let me know when you finish, and I'm gonna ask my question. That was it. That was it. That was it. That was it. So look, so look now, Ike. One question. 
Yeah. Did you bust out the KY job? <laughs> can I, and that's personal. It's personal. You don't have to answer, but I get the answer. Can I answer that? No. Can I answer that question? The answer is no. I'll answer the question. Go ahead, answer the question. I answer the question. Yes. Answer. You did. I pulled out the KY jelly. Why? Yeah. You something else? Let him finish. Let him finish. Can I? Can I finish? Yeah. Go ahead. And finish. Go ahead. Two minutes later, I didn't need the KY jelly. Mm. You had it on the side just in case. Two minutes later, no, I pulled it out, used it, but then after I used it, I didn't need it. What do you mean? I don't get that. When you use you it, then you it. don't need it. Yeah, then you don't need it. Yeah, but see, KY, you boy, you, if it, listen, I was married for nine years to a woman with vaginal dryness. That KY runs out. <laughs> <laughs> everything dries up. When you get when you dealing with somebody that's dry and everything that's wet down there, something that you added, that that dries up quick. Do you have KY itis? I just gotta ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the itis? Like, like you may not even need it, and you bring it to the party anyway. No, I don't right. need it. No, I don't you need don't it. Need it, you bring it in anyway. No, I, I don't need it. But the thing was, was like we had a short limit of time, and so okay. she was like, look, just go on and get the KY so you can hurry up and get what you need to do. And then we'll be good. <laughs> doing that to satisfy you, she wasn't doing that to get to get satisfied. Is I mean, because I, I look at KY as a a supplement just for the men. I don't I don't see where it does the women any good because she's not really. I, I don't know. I don't know if climaxing off of KY or not. You know? My my climax off of it. I mean, just because you use it one time at the beginning of a period doesn't uh, of a session doesn't mean that she don't climax. I'm really learning something here tonight, fellas. Because I, I mean, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that y'all looked at KY with such a negative connotation. No, it's not negative. It's not negative. It's I just wanted to the game. I mean, but what I'm saying is, is, it doesn't take anything away from you. I mean, it depends on the situation. If we, if we, if me and my wife are in a hotel room in Philly, or we're on one of our weekend trips, the KY jelly. You hear me, T Hawk? Yeah, yeah. The KY jelly stays home. Gotcha. Because now in the hotel room, I got the chocolate strawberries, the champagne, the roses, the milk bath, the in room massages. I got all that going on. So I don't need the KY. Yeah, but I listen to what you're saying, man. Listen to what mm. you're saying to all but when the kids. We're hearing you. Huh? We're hearing you. So what you're telling me, what you're saying, right, is that when you go away, you roll out the red carpet. When you're at home, you roll out the KY. Right. I don't roll out. I don't roll out the KY. You just said strawberries said all those good things in the hotel. That's you just you just uh, uh, just described foreplay. Oh, hold on, let me clear this. Let me clear this right now. <laughs> Look here. Look, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got at three is that be in and out all times of the day. Okay. 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 If I got a few minutes to go on and get what I need to do, I need to go on and do that. Sometimes I ain't got time to be working working the most complicated machine God ever created, <laughs> a little lubrication. Sure. Sometimes I need to go on and get it and get out of there, especially when she done bought her vagina to the party. And she done said, look, go on and get it, and let's keep it moving. You go on and get yours, I get mine, and we done. <laughs> okay, so she can let me get this right. When you use when a female when you guys use KY K 
she can actually climax from you going in, busting up, and then rolling. I I, I just don't see how. Yeah, that. yeah. Her, her stuff down there don't numb. Doesn't get numb by the KY. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I, okay, I'm gonna have to check this out. <laughs> she climax and she climax quicker. Quicker. Wow. Okay. okay. All right. Sure, because guess what? It's easier to work with a vagina when it's wet than when it's dry. That's why you wet it with your own lubricant. <laughs> hurry and hurry the hell up before the damn dumbass 19-year-old come in here with his drama. <laughs> I, so I know y'all can grasp that, but we ain't got time for that whole, I, I you know, you. I feel you, bro. middle of the bed, butt naked. Oh, and then all of a sudden we got barbarians banging on the bedroom door. <laughs> I feel you, bro. But I want to go back to what Darren was saying about communication. Um, and <clears throat> if your wife, I mean, if if has anybody's wife ever verbally or with her actions, um or with the lack of wetness, um, but has anybody's wife ever communicated that she was feeling neglected or rejected at any point in your marriage? And if so, how did you receive that? Yeah, mine did. And how I, did you receive that? It was kind of difficult for me to receive it because I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And because she was saying exactly that, you know, feeling rejected, I feel alone, you know, alone. And I didn't understand because I was always there. I was always around. I was always doing the date night. I was always doing everything that I was trying to do, you know, to be a good husband. But I couldn't get it. You know what I mean? And she had a difficult time explaining it to me. Well, my wife told me I wasn't hitting it right. (laughs) So I was getting too fat. I couldn't hit it right. So I need to lose weight. So I don't know if that falls in rejection or not. But. No, no, but I think for you it was just it was it was something else though. It wasn't that you were rejecting or you were still trying to hit it. You know what I mean? You were still doing your thing. It's not like you just gave up and did. Just wasn't doing it well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah but still, it's all you still get an A for effort. Uh, you know I mean? yeah. It's not like you was in the other room playing PlayStation. Yeah, but I didn't want no A for efforts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I took care of that, Tony. You know, I, yeah. I think I've talked to y'all enough about that. Sure, 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 sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes it's... it's so, wait a minute. Well, let me ask you a question, Tony. Yeah. You you said you said she tried to explain or communicate to you that uh, that you wasn't doing everything you can. Did she ever get to the bottom line to what you weren't doing <laughs> like you was trying or you thought... Because it's always doing enough. We think that we are okay, but in their mind, it's like, no, you're still not okay. So did she ever come out and say, hey, you're not okay because you didn't do this or you don't know how to do that? Mm-hmm. Did she ever communicate that with you? She, it was a difficult time for her to communicate and make us understand, you know what I mean, where she was going with it. Because, again, I couldn't find it. You know, I tried to get a counselor involved, still couldn't find what was going on. So, I, you know, I just chalked it up to something that she was going through, um, and it passed. You know, it's not that I changed anything. I definitely tried to listen more, and I tried to pay attention more. 
But I just think there's certain times you're going to run into a situation that you just can't fix. Yeah. But in time, you know what I mean? But I think I think the longevity of hanging in there and still being present while it's a rough time, I think that's what helped me. Yeah. Uh, we still talk about it now, about those times, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm still being held accountable for those times that I didn't know what I was doing. You know what I mean? If you ask me today, I'm going to say, well, I didn't think I did anything wrong other than not knowing what she was talking about. That's what I'm guilty of, not knowing what she was talking about. So did that cause did that cause a, a rejection? Like, does that cause a rejection, or was it any kind of rejection yes. from Yes, it did. It, it caused a rejection from her. I mean, yeah, that was that was what to her. that was that was what I was going to ask T Hawk is that do you think if 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 one if one spouse is feeling rejected, could that cause the other spouse to start rejecting? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, like she felt rejected because I didn't understand. I couldn't understand what she was trying to tell me about her rejection. If that makes any sense? Yeah, it, it makes it, it makes sense. But let me ask it. Let me ask it another way. <clears throat> Does rejection have anything to do with being insecure? And what I mean by that is that was that rejection that your yeah, wife was 100%, feeling? Yeah, 100%. Okay. 100%. Because okay. if you're insecure, and something may not be rejection. You could be insecure, and I may come home tonight, and I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And I need an hour to recoup just to recharge my batteries. And because you're so insecure, you can say, well, yeah, he, he rejected me again. He don't, you know, he don't want to sit down talk mm-hmm. to me. You feel what I'm saying? But because you insecure, you don't know. That's just how we are. We need to re, re we need to get, you know what I mean? We need to detox. But that sounds more like a a, a depression or some kind of um because if if you can like like when I tell my wife if something is wrong with you and you can't even communicate it and and what you're saying it don't even make sense to you, we got, there's some there's some other issues going on because if you can tell me I'm not doing anything wrong but you're telling me I'm doing everything wrong and I'm asking you what <laughs> and you got some kind of both bipolar issues or some not bipolar but the uh the, the depression or something you need to go deal something else you need to deal with that I can't help you with because you can't even pinpoint and say you're doing this wrong or you're doing this right or you, you can't even tell me what's wrong so you know that sounds like a depression or something like that you know what I mean yeah I mean it it could be you there there are women that that but that have that post what is it postpartum depression Partum, yeah depression yeah you see what I'm saying, and they don't know it's just it's just it's just something that they go through, and hopefully they get the right help or they don't, and it or it just passes, you know what I mean, but I think our role, even though we're not doctors we're not we're not you know uh psychologists, whatever the case may be, but we have we happen to be the husband, I think that even though we don't know and we can't help them, we still have to hang in there, as, you know, the best that we can, you know, and yeah, just show but, that support. But, but T-Hall, you said something interesting, and I think the brothers missed it. And I'm going to repeat what you said, but I'm going to add something to it. You said that, you you know, you come in, you're tired. You just need an hour to recharge so you don't go to the bedroom if she's in the mood half-stepping. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you could just, you know, come in dead tired and just head on into the bedroom and do the 
<laughs> no, you said let me let me debrief, let me get an hour so that I can be one hundred percent for my wife's needs. Well, I didn't say that, but that sounds good. <laughs> no, you did, but, but I'm saying that you, you, you did subconsciously because that's the only reason why you're getting recharged because you could just roll up halfway and just, you know, lean up well, on no, it and just, no, you know what no. I'm saying? Well, no, but see, Darren used the same example earlier when he said that he worked all night and that he came in and now everybody's pulling on him to go this place and that place and that place. He just don't have it. So it's not that i got to get charged up to go do these things that you all want me to do. It's that i got to sit down and detox from this night that I just went through. Gotcha. Gotcha. You see what I'm gotcha. saying? And then maybe the flip side is I may be, uh, but I may not want to move forward and go and do what you want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? After that. Or I may just still want to just sit here and chill. Or I may want to talk to you. I may not. You see what I'm saying? It's not I don't think that we recharge just so we can be better for them. I think we just need to recharge. Mm. Gotcha. Good words. Did I say that right there? That's true. I mean, I, I mean, when I get home, they just waking up, especially on a Saturday morning or in the summertime. When they waking up, it's like, hey, we're ready to go. And I'm like, yo, I need to to chill out. And then the wife wants some attention, and I'm like, am I going to get any sleep? You know. And then it's like, oh, you turning me down? And it's like, uh oh, <laughs> you know. So I don't want, don't want to miss this opportunity because I don't know when it's going to be. You know, it's going to be reversed later on. So, yeah, he's absolutely right. You just want to – you need a few minutes for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Good words. And it, 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 is there a difference between being rejected and feeling rejected? Is there a difference between being rejected and feeling rejected? I say there is. It Why is. so? Why so? Well, because I was rejected all the time in high school, but I didn't feel rejected. And I was rejected while I was single, but I didn't feel rejected. Now, when my ex-wife told me, you know, she didn't want to be married to me no more because I wasn't good enough, then I felt rejected. Right. Mm. So in your divorce, she rejected you? Yeah, she wanted a divorce, yes. Yep. Same here. The divorce. So, so that's two of y'all where she rejected you. What about you, T Hawk? When what? Who rejected whom when it came to your divorce? Um, did you reject her or she rejected you? Um, I actually asked for the divorce. Gotcha. Um, but there was a lot of rejection going on that led up to that from her side, rejecting me. It was right, rightfully. I mean, it, it was a it was a group effort of rejection. Mutual, mutual. Yeah. yeah, it was mutual rejection. I just was the one that said, "Look, we need to just stop this this trade and be done with it because it's just not healthy for anybody involved." Did she agree with that, or did she just like you know? Did yeah, she try to start an argument? Which she she she. It's kind of funny. I tell the story. Um, we. We're in the. We didn't speak in the same house. I think it was for a month. Um, and I saw her in Walmart one night, and we didn't speak. We lived in the same house, which was kind of pathetic. So then, I tried to talk to her about it, and we weren't speaking. I couldn't get her to talk. So, 
when I did everything, I you know made all my arrangements, contacted my attorney and everything. I sent an email to her job, let her know what my plans were. Then she came home that night and wanted to talk. That's rejection. Getting it in the me email. <laughs> yeah, that's that, I mean, that was the only way I could I could get a conversation. Right. Walk away from me. And they just wanted to talk and try to work out. So do you feel that you had do you feel that you had sent the email early and said, Hey, we need to talk? No. Do you think you would have got the same? No. I mean, to me, honestly, I think that an email should never have been sent in a situation like that. And I know I was the one who sent it, but if you and I are in the same residence and I want to talk to you, you can't sit down and talk to me, then we have issues. Well, it was long. It sounded like it was long over before you, before that happened. Anyway, exactly. So why you want to work it out now that I sent you an email telling you my plan? Because of the, she didn't want to be the one rejected, and that was the ultimate reject. My ex-wife went through the same thing, man. She, when she finally realized I was serious about the divorce, now all of a sudden she wanted to talk it out. Yeah. It's done at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, the, it seems like women get. Rejected when they when they don't feel like you can get anybody else, and then as soon as you get somebody else, now they wanna now they feel like wait a minute you're betraying me or you're rejecting me, and it doesn't supposed to go down like that. When I leave you, you the one supposed to be left unhappy, not me. Yeah. Or you don't want supposed to be uh you know out there in the wind without being able to get anybody, and it's and it seems like that it, it goes like that in their head as soon as you say okay. My hands are up, it's over with, and I done moved on. Now they want to wait, 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 let's talk. And that's not and, and, and that's not fair because you now you're thinking, like you said earlier, you think the power of the coochie is, is going to be the thing that keeps me with you. Mm. And that's not cool because now you're you, 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 you putting it on a pedestal where you thought I had it at one time. Mm. Right. I want to switch gears a little bit. I want to switch gears. Um, Stand on on rejection. Um, about three years ago, my coworker and his wife were trying to have a baby. And during this process, his wife was able to get pregnant, but she ultimately had three miscarriages in a row. And they both went to get checked out and the doctors actually <laughs> found nothing wrong. With neither one of them? With neither one of them. But trying to conceive, you know, was just, you know, and, and bring a a baby to, to, you know, and birth a baby was just unsuccessful. So she had three miscarriages in a row. And when I was talking to the brother, I remember him talking about how he felt rejected. And Did he you say he felt rejected because he was he feeling rejected because he couldn't produce kids? Yes. You know, they finally ended up having a little girl. But the rejection he was feeling was his wife's body rejecting his baby via miscarriage. Three separate occasions. Have y'all ever thought about that? Because, I mean, I recall this story, you know, when I'm thinking about this this topic tonight and... I was like, that's kind of deep. 
you know, that, that he would feel that way, that he felt literally rejected, that his, his wife just couldn't carry his, his children, you know, to term. And thankfully they finally did end up having a little girl. She's fine. But have y'all ever viewed a miscarriage as a type of rejection? Or, or has anybody even personally dealt with the miscarriage of a baby? Yes, I have. My My ex-wife, she was miscarriage all the time. She would always have, you know, a miscarriage. And uh, me, and, me and her went to the doctor many times and found out everything was fine with us physically, but it was her mind. She was always paranoid, you know, and she was a classic uh, person that blamed everyone else for her problems. So she let that affect her to the point to where her womb was ve- basically no good mm. because of her mental state, always stressed. I don't see how a guy could probably take that as, and again, this is just me, and I could be wrong, but how a guy would take that as as rejection. I kind of put that guy in the same category as that guy that national televised ball gets to, to um, propose to his woman not knowing whether she was going to say yes or no. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, her having a miscarriage... You know, I didn't link that to her rejecting yeah, exactly. my seed. It was just, it was just her. Ment- I knew her mental state would not allow her to get pregnant. Yeah, and, and 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 it's not all about you at that point, right? You're not like, oh man, she's rejecting me. Oh man, and what is she doing? Why, why is her body rejecting me? It's not about you at that point. You know what I mean? You got to get to the root of the issue of whatever it was. Well, when a woman, when, when my ex, she had two miscarriages, and 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 every time she got around another woman that was pregnant, she really just got irritated with the with the woman saying, "Oh, look at the baby moving." Now, w- without that woman knowing what my my ex was going through, she was just being a pregnant woman, being excited about her first or second child, and say, you know, "Oh, he kicked. Oh, he making me use the bathroom. Oh, this and oh that." And she was just getting flustered and frustrated. And then when we left there, she was like, I saw how you looked at that woman. I said, like, what are you talking about? And so, so whatever she was feeling because of her miscarriages, she kind of pushed it off on me as to say it was my fault. And then now I'm thinking, you know, I'm not going to no doctor to, just so the doctor can tell me that, you know, something's wrong with me because I don't know, I know ain't nothing wrong with me. But it's just in like like I said, in your mind, in a woman's mind, if she she's put on this earth to do something that she can't do, it's automatically going to be a problem in her own in her own state of mind that it's somebody's fault that she can't produce. And if she don't if she don't think it's her fault, she's going to quickly blame it on somebody else. And I'm like, look, you know, she and she my 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 ex wife same thing. It's got to be a reason why why. Um, my body keep rejecting your babies. I'm like, wait a minute, you're making this too personal. My babies? What are you talking about? <laughs> and that's how he took it. That's what I'm saying. That This is real. He felt like his wife was rejecting his sperm. Yeah, that's I felt. I mean, well, I didn't feel that way. She tried to make me feel that way. Mm. You know, and then now I'm supposed to get like, wait, wait a minute, is it really my fault? But I wasn't like that. I'm like, no, you just need to... <laughs> I don't know what you need to do, but it ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> Good words. Good but 
that would make them feel that made her feel better in knowing that it wasn't her body. It it made her feel comfort. It brought her comfort that hey, I can this body can produce children. It's something wrong with your with your sperm. And then now we got a tug of war going, you know, and that caused the argument. And I'm like, this this is not going to get you pregnant any faster, you know, because now I don't even want to sleep with you because you you tripping. Yeah. And I want to add a different <laughs> dimension to the miscarriage story. And if y'all indulge me, I got a ten second clip, and I want to make sure that everybody hears it. It's kind of you guys on mute for a second and um ten seconds fellas. Not fair to assume that just because a woman's in that position doesn't mean that the father didn't want to be there. Now I don't know how many people on this call have experienced an abortion, but I have. And my wife got an abortion and she killed our first child without my permission, without consulting me, without including me as a part of it. Okay, fellas, um, that was from this show back on March the 9th, 2010, over three years ago. True story. Now, you heard the clip. The gentleman was married. His wife aborted their first child without his consent. Do you hear any? Types of rejection in it, in there, fellas. Yeah. Like what? I, 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 it's strange that I say I lived that. I've lived that. I went through that, and I was very, I felt very rejected and very angry. Hmm. She didn't consult you at all. Not at all. You know. And then later, years later, when we encountered each other again, she had to like it never even happened. You know, and it's like, so what are you saying? Because it made me feel like, so what you saying? I'm not good enough uh, to be a father or, you know, you don't feel like you want to be attached to me in that way? or A wife? You, no, this is girlfriend. Oh. That could have been a wife, you know. But after that, that really was a low blow on top of some other things. Because then I realized that it might have been because she didn't know who she was pregnant by. Mm. You know, so I had to... Self-centeredness. Yeah, I had to, to, to read through a lot of things. And it's like, because later things came up where she was being a little... You know, and it's like, well, maybe you didn't really know who the father was, so you thought that this was your way out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what about rejecting that man's position as head of household? Did y'all He's not his boyfriend. Hmm? He wasn't. He was the boyfriend. You don't get to be head of household when you're shacking up. Yeah. yeah, I was talking about the clip. The, the no, you talking about the Yeah, yeah, the husband and wife. The clip I played. Um, she didn't. Con- she didn't. Con- she didn't ask the head of household. She didn't ask her husband. No. And is that 
Is that the ultimate rejection? When your wife doesn't even consult you in a, in a, in a I mean, this is your your child. Yeah. I think that's disres- more lines of disrespect and uh, and, and taking something because I I thought if you was a married person, uh, when you go to an abortion clinic, you have to have the permission. Um, of the husband, I, I thought. I mean, maybe it's not. It's not like that anymore. But I thought it was like that. Just like I had to have permission from my ex-wife to get a vasectomy, and I was trying to do it without her knowing about it. And and they wouldn't do it because I didn't have a consent form from her. I thought it was just it was the abortion. How, in, how interesting! How interesting that you can't get a vasectomy without permission from your wife. But any woman can kill a baby, any doctor can kill a baby in many states right up to the moment of birth. And that's okay. We've lost our minds. And we're really out of God's protection. Because, I mean, you're, you're right, Darren. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that he, she didn't need her husband to get the procedure done. I don't know if she skirted nope. the, the policies and procedures or whatever, or maybe it wasn't any. I don't know. But the procedure was done, and she was married. Now, there's, there's some of the states, these are states' issues. But these are states' issues that can take a 14-year-old girl out of school, take her to have an abortion without even, without even acknowledging the parents. That's correct. That's insane. It's insane. insane. And, and we talk about rejection, and, and here's a quick fact to it about abortion and then we can move on um each year we the people of these united states reject over one million future doctors lawyers teachers government contractors entrepreneurs firefighters policemen nurses etc by way of abortion abortion is actually the leading cause of death in the united states wow by by a long shot it's almost four thousand a day yeah but I digress. I want to move on. Um, what about rejecting the option of divorce? Taking divorce completely off the table as we close close the door here. What about rejecting the option of divorce? Have you done that in your marriage? Anybody? Yeah. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah, yeah no doubt. We've done that, um, Divorce did come up once when we had gone through some bad times, but um, we took the necessary steps and, and, and went through some recommendations and got some counseling and then figured out what the root cause problem is and it's no longer an issue, it's no longer on the table. Two hmm. words. We saved our marriage by, by going to somebody that we didn't even know. Well, P-Town, you said something about uh, counseling. Yeah. Do some do some people reject the idea of counseling, especially when oh, the marriage is on the rock? Hmm? I reject it. I'm, you know, it took me to just smack my own self in the face to say, you know what, I'm gonna try this one more thing. I'm gonna do what she wants. We're gonna go to counseling. You know, hmm. but I rejected it when before we got married. I rejected it during the marriage, and uh, you know. 
it took me to literally almost walking out the door on the kids and the wife to say, you men, know what, trial. Men what hate counseling. Men just hate counseling. They're going to end up going to some counselor and being told to get a hold of their feminine side and figure out what their wife needs and shut up and get with the program. And they oh, hate yeah. that. Yeah. I was one of them. I recommend it to anybody now. Yeah. But, but what if that husband or wife just doesn't have the will to change? Then what? And, and he has lost will. I mean, he's a lost call. What do you mean? What's the scriptural admonition? Say again now. What's the scriptural admonition? Right. That's what it comes down to. It's not about the state authorization of marriage and divorce. It's about who you married, what your contract is, what your commitment is, who who you're covenant with. So you're saying that God can turn around any situation? That's right. I would hope so. He created the world. I think he can turn around stupid people like me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you said like you, sir? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why do you say that? <laughs> Why do you call yourself all, stupid? <laughs> we're just all all fragile human beings and we make huge mistakes. Yeah. And we yeah. step into we step into places where angels would fear to tread, you know, like the old song. Yeah, and you, you you talk about old. And has anybody ever heard the old adage that rejection is God's protection? Has anybody ever heard that? I heard rejection that rejection is God's protection. Mm-hmm. Y'all never heard that? No. Wow, where y'all been? On this call. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll give you a quick Not example. Context. Yeah, I'll give you a quick example. Um. Under a rock. Yeah, the I'll give you a quick example. I opened up the show tonight with um, explaining about two uh, jobs that I was rejected for. And those two positions that I was vying for no longer exist. So had I been put in those positions, I could have potentially received the pink slip when they handed out pink slips for that position title those positions eventually disappeared. Like today, they don't even exist. So going back to the the old adage that, you know, never heard rejection is God's protection. God protected me, you know, from from going, you know, that door. He closed that door. He said, no, Rodney, stay where you are. Two times in two years. Don't go over there. That's not for you. you. I got you right where I need you right there, so just... Be be patient, and I'm thankful that he did. Because as I, you know, was, was talking to me about uh, earlier today about all the raises and all the the bonuses and you know all of these things financially that I wish you'd get a postcard. Yeah, I mean God God has been blessing me by staying where I am, and had I been accepted into either of those positions that I was so excited to interview for and to apply for and to looking forward to a new challenge, God closed the door. Well, the door may have never been opened because sometimes I don't. I think that we don't know what we need. We may mm. go after, we may travel down this path 
that we think is the right path for us. But that's not necessarily a path that he's got laid out before us. Mm. So as far as it being rejected, I don't really think that that may have been rejection. I just may have think that you were going somewhere that he didn't, that he wasn't intended on you to go. Mm. We just have to be ready to walk through the door that's open and not be pushing the one down that we want to go through. Mm-hmm. Been been there, done that plenty of times. Didn't have any idea why. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I did. You know, and we do think that things like that are rejection at times. When you're not really sure what's going on and why you uh, would not have gotten the job that you're more than qualified for, and you don't even get a phone call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's depressing. <laughs> yeah. 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 What, what's the difference of that? And you're playing the lottery and you lose. Mm-hmm. Good point. You know, I didn't win. Uh, I don't play the lottery. I don't yeah. play the lottery. <laughs> you know, what I mean? I ever, somebody ever. Does, you know, and then they lose. It's that's a good. tax on the poor. The, well, the lottery's a tax on the poor. If you travel the world, you'll find that the poorest countries, the poorer they are, the more lotteries are going on. Good words. But, but, but speaking of God, that, speaking of God, um, why do so many people reject God? As we talk about rejection, why do so many people reject God? A lot of people, I believe, reject God because the, it, he he doesn't Every like Every man his, did so, it what was according to his own heart. Mm-hmm. Well, ahead. a lot of people want they have they want to have their lifestyles, and they want to live by their own rules. And then once they find out what God wants for their life or what God rules are, once it contradicts what their lifestyle is like. Now here comes the rejection and say that that can't be real because this is how I am and I don't have to change for anybody. This is how I, I was raised. Or this is how I was born. That's another one. You know, so, you know, it must not be that because, you know, now they start rejecting, you know, if somebody tells them, you know, God's rules and God's laws is God's laws and God's rules. So you can't change them just because you want to be with another woman. Or another man. You can't change his rules just because you feel that way. And then they start rejecting the the word because of that. And you talk about rejecting the word. Back to my my ten month old son. Now, I told y'all in the beginning how he, you know, he rejects his bottle. But most of the time, all he drinks is milk. And at ten months old, my pediatrician said at his last checkup. Actually, his last two checkups. You know, it's time that we started adding solid foods to his diet since he's getting older. How old uh, is he? He's uh, ten months now, and he's got uh, you know two teeth, so he, he needs to get a little solid foods in in his diet. So I bought him these little cut up apples. They're already pre cut, um, and he's got two teeth again, but. He he doesn't chew up the apples properly, and he starts gagging on them and ultimately rejects it out of his mouth. And 1 Corinthians 3 and 2 says, I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. 
so could it be that some people just reject God because they aren't ready to accept him fully? Sure. He's not ready for apples. I'll tell you. But, but that's well, he's not ready for apples. Exactly. They tell you that. They say, yeah, that's, yeah, that's food. you, but I ain't ready for that yet. They mm-hmm. tell you. Yo, you want to go to church with me Sunday? Nah, nah, I'm, I'm not ready for that yet. Mm-hmm. They're not ready for householdstress.com. <laughs> well, they're not ready for, you know, just, just to, you know, and then they'll say, yeah, you know, God, you know, he's been, you know, he's been after me, you know, but, you know, people been telling me, but I'm not ready for it yet. I hear it all the time. But was, but people tell you, what, wasn't Jesus himself rejected? Oh, yeah. For sure. He was rejected by the uh, devil. The devil said, if you're so good, then do this. Consistently rejected. He was rejected by his own disciples. He was rejected by the people of his hometown. And when he was arrested, his appeal was rejected before he was sent to Pontius Pilate. But what are the consequences for rejecting Jesus? Hell. That too. <laughs> Can't be with God. You got to go through him. That's right. And get through those pearly gates. Names don't get put in that book. Salvation. That's why I said, you know, he'll wait. He'll wait till your last minute until you accept him. Mm-hmm. You just don't know when that last Damn, hey, how's that for starters? Yeah, damn it. You just don't know when that last minute's going to come. It's fairly permanent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw a quote the other day that said, some people create their own storms and then get upset when it rains. <laughs> and I thought that was interesting when they, you know, like like T-Hawk say, say, hey, you know, come on, go to church. Room. Nah, nah, nah. You know, I'm not ready for that yet. But you look at their lives. And it's in chaos and turmoil. Chaos. Chaos and turmoil. Don't know what to do. Don't know where to go. Don't know how to get any help. And think, well, that's just me. It's like the guy said, that's just me. That's the way I was born. It's the way I've always done things. Mm-hmm. You know? We always went around, you know, living hand to mouth with no real solution. No that's foundation. Right. And no matter how many steps... That we take from God, how many steps does it take get to get back to Him? One. One. That's it. All in about face. Mm. That's deep. You're gonna die, too, sucker. <laughs> mm. But going back to rejection, will will everybody experience some form of rejection over the course of their marriage? Is that a is that a, a, a true statement that everybody will experience some that's form of rejection? That's a guarantee statement. <laughs> a guarantee. So, Peter, how does one deal with rejection in a marriage? How would you advise someone who needs help, you know, with coping with rejection? What do they do? How would you advise someone who needs help coping with this rejection thing? I would tell them a whole lot of prayer and a whole lot of communication. Mm-hmm. Well, I would also say, and those are the, and now that used to be the two things that I like. Communication being big one too. Mhm. And I would say, make sure that you're actually dealing with rejection, because a lot of times it's not rejection. Just like I gave the 
example earlier when you come home, when a guy comes home from work and he needs to sit down and unwind. It doesn't mean we're rejecting her. It just means we need to unwind. You know, there's some times where she's really tired. I hear you. You know, she's really actually tired, but we're like, ah, oh, come on now. Really? Again? You're tired again? You know what I mean? But it's not rejection, but we just take it that way. But if you've ever felt rejected, could could it have possibly been less about her and what she was or, or wasn't doing and more about you? Is that possible? Well, I mean, if you hold the title, it's going to be about you at the end of the day anyway. That's right. That's it. You're the head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're the head. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think another option is, uh, you know, for coping with rejection is household stress. And what about household stress? Does household stress reject anybody? No. It don't listen well. (laughs) (laughs) No, we don't reject people. We're here to support. You know, now, now Peter, wait a minute, wait a minute, Peter. Are you sure about that? Because I'm uh, going to give you. Uh, are you positive about that? Because I'm going to give you a scenario that what if a guy comes on household stress, talking about trying to figure out how to deal with his husband, his quote unquote husband, when it comes to rejection. Well. <laughs> you said we didn't reject anybody, but are you, I mean, what are you going to tell the brother how to deal with his husband? Who hasn't been on that call yet? I don't know. If, I mean, <laughs> hey. I mean, do so you, you say you try him? to talk to him how to deal with his husband? You you would entertain that conversation? I would tell him that uh, you have to. you have to. He would have to explain to him that this, listen, this is what yeah. I would do with my wife. Okay. Keep it at that level. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it, that's 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 not us. I mean, what what people can realize is that, you know, we we gotta also be um, protective that um, God is in control, not us. We can't control what they do. So you know, his his dealings is with God. We're here to you know, find out about our, fix our own selves. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, hey, if, if you that, that's on you. I mean, I don't deal with it. Yeah. I condone it, but yeah. it's between you and your and God. But the, you know, I'm not I had gonna a, fight that um, battle for you. When, when it's my time to go, I don't have to worry about that on the list. I got other things I got to worry about. I can't worry about you. Amen to that, brother. <laughs> Good Amen word. Go ahead, there. One thing about um, I had a, I had a question that, and I and I decided to to put it to include it in my book. You know, when I when a person asks me um, about you know their husband or their wife that was the same sex, and they was they were saying you know we often go to the, do the same problems as um as you heterosexual marriages go through and it's similar it's very similar. And um how is the word of God how do, is that um applicable to our ma- marriage or relationship? And I just had to come out and say it's not because 
if you're if you're following God, you you two feet in. You're not a toe and a half in. You know, you you're two feet in. So if you're gonna your problems or whatever God you're following allows you to have that type of relationship. But if you if you're crossing over and asking me about my God and how He's going to help you, well, the first thing you got to do with my God is follow His rules, not whatever you're following. So it, um, a lot of times people get confused just because you know the the, the government says now you they will allow this. That doesn't mean it's permitted by God. So they kind of not they don't understand it because then they they would have the the word messed up and they say well they, the laws. God's law says you need to abide by the laws of this land, and 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 they, they use that to say that the laws of this land permits them to be married now. And I'm like, well, no, that's that you can't cross between that. You know, yeah, you abide, abide by abide by the red lights, the green lights, and the yellow lights. But when when something crazy come about, obviously against the word of God, then you can't. We he can't go along with that. Hmm. You know, but that's often the argument that I hear where, you you know, your God said abide by the laws of this land. And if this land says that we can get married to the same sex, then you need to abide by it. Now we're legal. And, and, hey, right. and that's, that's going to be a, 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 um, a, a long argument because they have a big misunderstanding about our God. That's that total misinterpretation of Mitch's teaching on Romans 13. Right. Yeah. Yes, hey, right. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Hey, speaking of rejection, you know, mm-hmm. you know, my son is gay, and uh, today he wanted to uh, donate blood, but he wasn't allowed to because he's gay. What? Yeah. What? Because they because homosexuals have a higher risk of of having oh, a. Oh my goodness! How can how can God bless? Huh? Is that Rodney or Pete? Who no, is that? No, uh, sir, we can't hear you. I don't know if you're talking on a headset or um, you're coming across very muffled. I don't know if you could pick up the phone. We can't. You, you're breaking up. Oh, did you hear me, Rodney? I did. I did. Okay. I I didn't know that. I I did not know that just because you're gay, you can't give blood. Nope. So, Ike, nope. are you for real or are you just playing around? Well, this no, is not real. No, no when you go and when you go and sit down and they they make you read the book and answer those questions, if you have gone out of the country in the past three months, if you've had sex with a prostitute or with another man, you cannot give blood. Wow. That is rejection. Mm-hmm. That's not rejection. That's, that's just, you know, they don't want to infect anybody else's, you know. And I can understand that because when I came from Bahrain, they said, well, you couldn't give blood and... You know, uh, because of, you know, some malaria, I think it was. It was some malaria pills that I had took just in case of mm-hmm. uh, fetal bites and whatnot. But I didn't feel rejected. I was like, okay, well, cool. But That's under common sense. Say again. Hello? 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 Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, your phone's breaking up. Yeah, your phone's is still up. breaking up. I don't know what you're talking about. Go ahead, Darren. No, I was just uh, I was just saying that you know a rejection from a way of lifestyle or from a lifestyle, then that that could be you know he, he have all right to feel like that. But I was rejected from giving blood when I came back from overseas because of certain things, and I didn't feel rejected. But if you if you're talking about a homosexual person, 
any situation that you tell them that they can't do because of their situation or because of their lifestyle, they're gonna feel they're gonna feel a rejection. They, I mean, I, I can I, any 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 homosexual I talk to, if if I say left and they say right, then oh they they're they're all out to the park. I mean, they're upset. They're they're pissed off, and then all of a sudden I'm judging them, and I'm like, I'm not judging you. I'm just making a statement. You just think different than I do. Is it because I'm gay? No. It's, that's just like saying, is it because I'm black? It's no. Just calm down. It's not like that. You know, you just we just think differently. You know, don't think <laughs> rejecting you just because we don't see eye to eye on that particular subject. Good words and. What about acceptance, which is the opposite of rejection? Are you demonstrating acceptance with your wife? And what I mean by that is that didn't you accept her with all of her quirks and her flaws when you said, I do? Are you demonstrating acceptance in your marriage? Hold on, man. Hold on, brother. That's where you draw a line right there. Okay. The reason why I say that jokingly is because you don't know all of those flaws when you said I do. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Plus, before you get married, you well, I'm sorry, I know we have. No, uh, at the beginning of the marriage. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. At the beginning of the marriage, the sex is incredible. Throw a couple of kids in there and some bills and some real life situations, and the sex is the first thing to go. <laughs> <laughs> that I should share with you because now it's affecting you. 
Right. Mm. That makes any sense. It makes perfect sense. You see what I'm saying? A lot of times we bring baggage into the marriage that's not dealt with. And we don't say anything because it happened before our spouse. But still in law, our spouse is now still dealing with it. Well, the reason why I'm asking that because my, my, my mom recently remarried. And this dude, and I didn't like him, but that, that's beside the point. Uh, she 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 didn't have sex with him before they were married. And they're quite older than I am, in their 50s or early 60s. And, you know, then his mom died, and then his brother died, and then they got married. And they get, didn't consummate the marriage. And then, you know, then they're already sleeping in different rooms, and he's doing his thing still. And then he comes out and says to her when she finally asks about consummating the marriage, she he finally comes out and says, you know, I've been impotent for two years. What? Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I was asking, you know, uh, what now? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, they did it by the book, right? I mean, they didn't have sex before they got married. That was that was on him, but and she just thought he was just being a, a wonderful Christian. He was, <laughs> he was well, holding he was, out, dude. Right? He was not. Don't have sex before you get married. Right? And he was doing that, but and she thought that she was like, "I'm going to comply." This is this even this even uh, this lets me know even further that this man is a Christian man, and he, you know, right? Wow. And, and then had, when it comes time for showtime. <laughs> He needs he, he can't get the KY jelly. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> ain't, ain't no jelly gonna help him. Ain't gonna help him. I ain't no jelly gonna help that one. <laughs> so what so what now 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 she's stuck into a a committed relationship and and this 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 thing that, you know, she had had, had dreams of having sex of course with this man and yeah. now she can never have sex with this man because he's he has a condition, and that pretty much is what I'm saying. You know, uh, when you bring something into a marriage, certain things should be exposed or you know disclosed to you. You know, yeah, because he your mother because he didn't tell her the truth. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I was about to say. That he should have told her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that is that grounds for divorce? You know, yeah. something you know like that where he didn't disclose that he yeah. cannot perform his husbandly duties. Is that grounds for divorce? And that's what I was going to ask. Why? It, I mean, uh, is divorce still off the table no matter what, unconditionally? And that's a condition right there. That is a condition. Yes. It's amazing when you think about it that you can get divorced for sex in a marriage, but you can't have. But you can't have. You're not supposed to have sex before you're married. Yeah, but you got to be able to have it after you're married. That's one heck of a catch twenty two. Yeah. 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 But in some laws now, um in in certain states, um, if the marriage is not consummated up to, you know, a certain amount of time after the marriage, you can't get it to no. It doesn't matter if it's six months or not. Okay, okay. In some states, but in those states that it's now you stuck. So your mom ain't in the one of them states where Nah, Georgia is not one of the states. <laughs> well, what about the little blue? I mean, they have, um, you know, the little blue pill. So I mean, hey, um, they got everything. He yeah, they got the everything. Pump. He yeah. could get the. They got implants. He could put a get an implant in there. Yeah. If he, I don't know if he willing to go through that. 
Right. I mean, with the blue pill, it didn't work. Um, and and I and I, you know, of course, I'm dancing because I was like, you. T- I told you, you shouldn't have married him in the first place. I knew something was about this. something. Was- <laughs> You know, I thought he was pretending other ways. Yeah, you know, but mm. but now she's in the cash twenty two, and she's like, you know, wow. He he, no pun intended. He really blew her mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Could you imagine that though? You dream about finally having that moment with that person. I mean, you the dream to fantasize, and then finally oh. get ready for the big show and. It's, I mean, nothing. Well, at first he was like, you know, I'm, I'm mourning the death of my mom. I'm mourning the death of my, my oh, brother. He, so he, he lied. lied. He lied. He <laughs> lied. Pull he lied. get out, man. <laughs> wow. wow. You, talk about, you, you talk about rejection. That's a horrible individual right there. Yeah, that's just wrong right there, bro. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she was just, she just, uh, she just married a bad dude, man. Anybody do something like that. And just be deceitful like that. Yeah, he's. And your mother was even good enough not to put him on the test. Yeah. But she could have tried him just to see, you know, but she wasn't thinking that way. You just thought he was a great, great man. Right. It was like confirmation, like, oh, man, this is is the man for me. Right. Bragging to everybody. Oh. Oh, she did. Wow. I'm on a pedal stool. Why you don't like him? He's a great Christian man. He's not even trying to get in my drawers. I'm like, look. <laughs> <laughs> You're a great Christian man, brother. Right there. <laughs> well, see, well, see, here's the thing. You weren't going to push it any further because you didn't want to hear that. Was it that your mother wanted him to and she's just going along with him? or? No, know, I, could tell, I could tell my mom, you know, I, you know, everybody knows their mom a freak or not. My mom was, yeah, my <laughs> My, with my dad, she was just all out there, and I was like, "Look, can y'all stop that?" You know, with my dad. <laughs> but you, so I know how she is with whoever she's in love with. So, and she was trying to be like that with him. And when he was like, kind of like, "No, you know what that leads and this and that," I'm like, "Oh, this dude is either gay or wrong." Oh. Yeah, isn't that a damn shame? You, wow. you know, we expected we expected to be that way, and if we're not, we're being questioned. Right. Yeah. That's true. But freelance writer Teresa Opdyke put it like this. Everyone has been or will be rejected at some point. Rejection shows no preference for the rich and famous or the poor and obscure. But rejection makes us a stronger person. With each rejection comes a new perspective and new understanding. We're all prone to disappointment and feelings of rejection. However, we do have a resource that can bring clarity to any situation. That concludes our show for the evening. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Next week's topic, the seven-year mark. The seven-year mark. We'll be here, same time, same place.